Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi there, this is Matthew Mercer, resident Game Master here at Critical Role, to welcome you to this podcast version of the show. If you'd like to watch the stream as it airs, you can catch it Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can access the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it also becomes available on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. Podcast episodes land right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network on Thursdays a week after the initial broadcast. Okay, with that info dump out of the way, let's dive into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. God damn it. Liam O'Brien. You taught it to me! I did. You learned it from watching me. Before we jump into tonight's episode, we do have some announcements to get through, beginning with our first sponsor of the night, Hitpoint Press. Sam. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Hitpoint Press and their brand new Fable Makers animated tarot deck, which combines tarot and role-playing games with a third magical element, animation. These beautifully animated cards, which I don't have, will help you bring your own adventure to life. You can also use them with uh, with our hardcover tarot guidebook from Hitpoint Press to combine the world of RPG storytelling and the practice of tarot. Pre-order the Fable Makers animated tarot deck today and get the PDF version of the book and cards for free at animatedtarot.com. Now, inspired by this super cool deck, which I also remind you I do not have, I decided to get into the spirit uh, by giving my castmates a quick tarot reading. Tarot. Who, who wants a tarot reading Ooh, tonight? Me, me, me. Oh, me. Oh, oh, tell, uh, tell me a fortune of love. Okay, all right, Liam, I think you're supposed to cut the deck or something. Maybe, I don't know, I don't know how nice. this works. Uh, I'm lying. I do. I, what about I'm those? Yeah, but you no, no, no. Those are the those are the cut ones. What if yeah. that's where the love I'm is? A, those are the uncut jobs. Let me <laughs> <laughs> let me do the reading, please. Okay, you got the Empress, the Lovers, and Temperance. Ooh. 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 The fates have spoken, Liam. Your future is revealed. In a short time, you will eat lunch at a Golden Corral in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. <laughs> During the lunch, you will use the bathroom. Just a number one, no big deal. But, but when you leave the bathroom, a man will stop you and say, hey pal, you didn't wash your hands. And you'll say, I did wash my hands, you just didn't see. And he'll say, no, I was here the whole time. You went number one and you didn't wash your hands. And you'll say, I didn't need to wash my hands, okay, they're clean. And he'll say, but you went number one, that's gross. And you'll say, I didn't actually touch anything. I used my pants to aim. And he'll say, wait, what, your pants? And you'll say, 
It's this thing that I do when I go number ones. I hold my belt loops and use my pants to aim so I don't touch anything. Awesome. And he'll say, you use your pants to aim? And you'll say, yeah, they're special pants, all right? They're special pants I found for aiming your number ones. And he'll say, where'd you get these pants? And you'll say, from my doctor. They're not weird. They're from a real doctor with an office and everything. And he'll repeat kind of incredulously, your doctor? And you'll say, it's totally normal, all right? That's why I don't wash my hands, because it's normal and I don't need to because I aim with my pants. And he'll say, okay, but how did you flush? You had to touch the urinal to flush, right? And then you'll panic and you'll start to hyperventilate and you'll run out the door because, but then you'll realize you can't run too fast because of your special pants, the loops, the aiming loops for your number ones. They're big and they slow you down when you run. Your doctor didn't tell you that when he gave you the special pants. And then, and then you. Stop. It's, uh, is this a story about you? Yes! <laughs> yes, it is. Anyway, thanks to Hit Point Press for, <laughs> for continuing to support our show. Go check out the new Fable Makers animated tarot deck. Matt, back to you. So I told you guys love is real. I love you can see the line where like what we're required to say ends, and then it's just the wasteland beyond. Uh, somewhere Tim Robbins is proud of you, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ow. Oh, Thank you, Hit Point Press, and I'm so so deeply sorry. Um, our second sponsor tonight is our friends at 2K Games and their highly anticipated release, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. In the game, players roll a multi-class hero to loot, shoot, slash, and cast their way through outlandish monsters and loot-filled dungeons on a quest to stop the tyrannical Dragon Lord, all while exploring a vast overworld-spanning majestic cities, dank mushroom forests, foreboding fortresses, and more. You can enjoy the game solo or start a party up with three friends in seamless online multiplayer or local split screen. And the game is available on the Epic Games Store. And head over to playwonderlands.com for more info. Uh, also, Wanted to uh, make a quick announcement that we are so thrilled to welcome our friends at Phantom Tabletop and Dean to Beyond back to the show. Those of you who might not know, we use Dean to Beyond every night here on the show and have done so for quite a while now. And you can expect to see them here on a regular basis again as our official digital tool set. So during tonight's break, you can see the final game trailer for their game, Tales of Zaria, an RPG set in the world of Netflix's The Dragon Prince. What was that song again, Ashley? You got the perfect warlock. There you go. <laughs> Put it in your shoes. <laughs> we'll get right on the new intro recording immediately. Uh, thank you. Uh, Marisha, you got some uh, programming announcements. I do. Speaking of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, <laughs> we have a Tiny Tina's Wonderlands one shot. What? Oh, hello. Sponsored by 2K, of course. Uh, and it airs this Monday, March 28th at 7 p.m. Pacific on Twitch and YouTube. And it has an amazing cast of your bunker master, Ooh. Ashley Birch. Oh, oh. Uh huh, Tiny Tina herself. And players Laura Bailey, oh. Ashley Johnson, oh. Travis Willing, yeah. oh. Robbie Damon, Woo. and Iffy Waterway. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Xandria Unlimited Kaimal is coming up, the two-part special God. with our amazing cast, Abria Iyengar as your game master. Yes, yes. yes. Robbie Damon oh returning yeah. as Dorian Storm, Matthew Mercer as Dariak, yeah. Amy Carrero as Opal, <laughs> Anjali Bamani as Fira Rai, yes. and 
a new player is joining the table. Mm. Erica Lindbeck, oh. y'all. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tune in to, to meet her. She's lovely. And then. Oh my God, there's more. Oh my gosh. Breath, big breath. This is a big one. Oh, this is a big one. It's gonna be done. Our new talk show, Foresighted Dive. Get it? It's gonna be monthly. Yep. Get Foresighted it? Dive. Yeah. <laughs> we'll air monthly <laughs> on Tuesday. No, the first one. Yep. Sorry, first one is premiering on Tuesday, April 5th at 7 p.m. Pacific on Twitch and YouTube. And the first people on that episode is going to be. Uh, Matthew Mercer, mm -hmm. Travis Willingham, oh, Robbie Damon. God, he's, yeah. in he's in everything. He better be. And me. <laughs> Yay! Hey. If you have any evergreen questions, submit them at critworld.com slash tower in order to maybe get your question on the Tower of Inquiry. Ooh, that seems like a new feature of the show. Ooh. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little Shenga Tower I that we pull from. Can't awesome. wait to not watch the show. It's you'll be on it someday. Okay. Submit your headshot resume. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of programming. It's a lot of shit coming up. You guys. got shit, man. You got so much shit. You got shit coming yeah. out of so much. <laughs> hey, uh, Laura. Nice. Laura, you're oh. up. We have some shit. Check it out. It's a tote bag. Yay! Market, market. Isn't it so cute? We originally made these for live shows, and then guess what, guys? We, like we didn't have live shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have them, and I said, like, wait, can we sell them? So now we're going to sell them. Yay! They're, they're cool. They're so cute. That's Mark, do, you, do you spice? Oh, is that what it says? That's yeah, awesome. Spice. You can also um, use it as a babe at Krabby Crab. That's a real place. Is Krabby Crab a real place? Yeah, it's, like, it's like those places where you get like a plastic bag yeah. with like sausage yeah. and crab. And, and you can oh. use it as a bib, Travis. <laughs> at there. Well, yeah. just have like, cultural in it. <laughs> it's okay, we'll bring you one day. Get your fingers nice and greasy. Power oh, of imagination so and crab, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a weird uh, I believe that concludes oh, our announcements. Oh, I should say they're available in the US and UK. Critical Role Shops, go check it out. Yes. Now yes. that concludes our announcements. Sorry. Good timing. And so let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of <gasps> Critical Role. Oh, the top, two by two we fall. Will we beat our end or meet our destiny? Hold your breath and roll. How do you want to do this? It's Thursday night. All ye critters, come join us. It's time to continue our flight. There is magic and mystery. Who knows what will happen? Share the same goal Adding more allies Taking more chances Hold your breath and roll You can certainly try It's Thursday night All ye critters come join us It's time to continue our play There 
And welcome back. <laughs> so, last we left off, Bell's Hells, following a handful of threads that led them away from the city of Drusar and northward through the jungles towards the Hartmoor, the swampy bog region on the northern part of the Odiran Wilds where the Hartmoor Hamlet exists. Whereas there you would hope to, one, find information that seemed to pertain to the death of the Loomis twins and the path of your particular interest, as well as deal with a possible job set by Gianna Hexum that could cancel some of your outlasting debt and issues that you carry as baggage, Ashton. Gathering your materials, purchasing some horses, and trudging on for a handful of days, keeping predominantly to the roads through the jungle, you had a handful of odd encounters with some creatures in the vicinity, uh, some errant weather effects, mm -hmm. gathered a couple of small magical items through some careful planning, some careful reflexes and pursuits, uh, and some relatively uneventful evenings of camping off the road where some conversations were had, some bonding was mounted. And then about a day out from the Hartmoor, in the middle of the night, something seemed to be glowing in the nearby jungle, near the ridge of where you had set up camp. A strange little, faintly glimmering fairy, small tiny creature that led some of you curiously to look in its direction, Fern specifically pursuing it out of frustration. <laughs> upon which. Just going to kick it out of the way, but. <laughs> Which is a valid option, and most fairies deserve it. Um, but this seemed to not really be a fairy, as instead the presence of it drew you mindlessly forward into the darkness. Ashton, you quick to, were quick to follow mm -hmm. and find Fern kind of staring, stunned, mindless, into the darkness. And there, this fairy creature was tethered to this long, winding vine that seemed to be protruding from, up until this point, a well-hidden, <clears throat> gargantuan, fanged plant creature that began to rise out of the brush in shadow before opening its large mouth. <laughs> and that's where we're going to go ahead and begin. Uh, I need everyone to roll initiative. Yes, let's do it! I'm ready! Everyone who's awake, roll initiative, and those who are still asleep will get to that. So it's just a glowing dollar on a string being pulled through the It was Lana, Imogen, Fern, and Ashton were the only ones that were awake. That's a lot of people. I thought it's more than I remember. Whoa! This looks awesome! Our horses! Where's our horses? Look at the horses. Where's Rabbit? Get a good look at him now while they're still there. Just whap him on the butt, let's send him straight towards the Maw of Justice. No! Inevitability. All right. So. Why do you have to bring a separate case? Uh, because my, because our, our minis got packed up. <laughs> All right. So we have over here, Fern would be right about there. Just right out in the open, ready to go. With Ashen up the side, and this uh, we'll say, Ladna, you are awake, right? Uh huh. Trees are cool. I, I, I was when he started waking people up. Oh, so cool. Imogen, you are awake. Mm-hmm. Right on the side of the campfire. Let's say you were all asleep. Honk shoe. I'm definitely Honk up shoe. against a tree. I get myself as close to wood whenever I can. I respect that. There you go. I'll leave you here. <laughs> <laughs> and fresh cut. Commune. 
just predator back into it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, if I could have those that are conscious, go ahead and roll initiative if you haven't already. Conscious. Oh, conscious. All right. Back to my life. Twenty-five to twenty. Twenty to fifteen. Okay. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Thank God. Wow, guys. Wow. Wow. Is Imogen is at fifteen? Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. Fifteen to ten. Uh, ten. We. All right. All right. Uh oh. Ten to five. Six. Damn. Oh. Good thing it's only a big fanged thing with a fairy tale. One that sounded weird. Lana, what'd you get? I rolled a natural one. Oh, no, don't For a total of? Three. All right. So, top of this round. Top of the round. Top of the round to you. All right. Imogen. That's me. It's you. You, you, you watch as two of your friends ah. go off into the distance, the, the light from the campfire just barely keeping them lit as Ashton goes to inspect Fern, who stands there, and you hear this very faint, you don't even see anything in the dark, all you hear is What are you doing? Shit. Uh, in you see this faintly glowing kind of fairy creature, just kind of chilling right there. Uh, in Orem's head, he gets a shouted, wake up! Does that work? Sure. As I, uh, I run a few steps forward. It's just your life, don't worry about it. Down the hill here, or? Yeah, I just kind of want to stay elevated, but not fully down. It's like here or over yeah, here? Yeah, that's great. Okay, cool. Mm. Little piece of chewing gum. And I'm going to send, um... Oh god. What do I have? There we go. I'm going to send, um... Dancing lights down into the fray, so I can see what the fuck is going on. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, seeing as how I used a dancing light to represent the fairy, I'll just use this <laughs> cluster of dancing lights hey! to just kind of create the space around there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As soon as your lights kind of flicker off into the space, giving this kind of faint purplish energy, you see what looks to be a, a small tree except it begins to move as soon as the light touches it, and you instead see this Ooh. massive Ooh. creature that is a twisting mass Whoa. of vines and roots that tighten and pull across each other. Cool. This kind of tattered underbrush that acts almost like a lion's mane around its heavily toothed, open beak-like mouth, eyeless, with small vines that seem to wrap around and whip. Is now visible right as I see it, as my bonus action, I'm gonna uh, telepathically or telekinetically pull Fern five feet towards me five to feet get towards her you. farther away from me. You got it. Okay. Smart. That finishes your go. Uh, so you are now coming to consciousness. Mm -hmm. I will say, go ahead and roll an initiative check for me. Okay. I'm not going to use my advantage because I'm just waking up. You just wake up and say, oh, I did, I did roll advantage one. anyway, but I'm just going to roll one. Yep. I don't even know what I rolled. That's a real low. Uh, that is nine for me. Nine. Higher than You're just after mm -hmm. Fern. Yep. <clears throat> All right. You were six, Ashton? Yeah. Mm hmm. All right. So that brings us to. That finishes your go, Imogen. The rest of you are still asleep. <clears throat> okay. 
It is now the creature's turn. Yep. So first, the bulb is kind of drifting there. It's going to go ahead and shift out, out Uh-oh. this way. As it moves past your shoulder, you kind of glance as it moves past, and then it seems to pulse with a bright glow, almost like a lantern light that suddenly flickers bright and off. Um, I need both Ashton and Fern once again to make wisdom saving throws for me. Um, 20 total. Uh, Nope. Nope? Okay. So you manage to resist the effect um, and kind of begin to shrug off that strange influence that had caused your brain to essentially shut down into this, this low, kind of noisy, warm light. You felt like you were almost like bathing in, a, in a, a, a lit bath and just kind of enjoying that expanse, and suddenly you pull out of it and you're in the middle of a dark jungle once again, and you just see this creature shifting in front of you, like part of the jungle has come to life, and you realize where you are. Ashton, you, however, your mind begins to pull away from your consciousness and this kind of fuzzy sense of static takes over your mind as you Into the bat. move, <laughs> oh, step no. up towards the creature there. No, what are you doing? Not on my turn? Uh, no, you are incapacitated. Okay. It's fully incapacitated. Yeah. Great. Half your walking speed, which would be 20 for you. No You're incapacitated until, until the end of its next turn. I'm just not noticing the creature because he was perfectly blocked by this tree. Ah, and camouflage. God, it very well camouflaged. Mm-hmm. Part of his thing. <sighs> and it will also following that up with a hungry jaws attack. Oh, yeah. oh, oh no! Incapacitated. Hungry jaws. Uh, that's going to be 24 to hit. That hits surprisingly. You are incapacitated, so it is an automatic crit on no! you. Open up and there it goes. Oh shit! That's that's automatic crit. Don't worry, your character's asleep. Uh, 32 points of piercing damage to you. Wow. Wow. He's, they're, they're hefty. And you all watch as, as Ashton, like, like weapon out of the side, suddenly this pulse hits. Ashton kind of drops the hammer and just kind of drags it on the ground behind them. As they step forward towards the creature, the creature like turns what you imagine its head to be to the side and then <laughs> swallows him. Ashton's gone? Help. <laughs> it's again? It's again. <laughs> it's fucking again. <laughs> again. Oh shit, guys. Uh-oh. And it's going to slowly, oh dear. No, 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 no. Shift its way this way. All right, next. that finishes its turn. Now it brings us to Fern with Orm on deck. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, okay, that was a, that, that changes things. Um, didn't though. It didn't. It did not. Okay. That's oh, not gonna work. Fuck. Oh goodness gracious. Okay. Um, I am going to. Shit. Uh, you can do that. <laughs> I'm going to shit. Um. <laughs> Does a fern shit in the woods? <laughs> well. All right. Um, I am going to um, kind of rub my palms together and and um, cast poison spray. Mm-hmm. Going to cast poison spray. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it is a Constitution saving poison throw. Huh? Uh huh. 
Okay, as a 14. <laughs> 16. All right, so it does not okay. succeed. So. Uh, it's D12. Suspension of this book. Okay, 18. 18, okay. Points of poison damage? Poison damage. So as you like expel this cloud of poison gas towards it, um, it seems to react and you know suffer some sort of discomfort at it, but it, it, it this creature's biology doesn't seem quite as uh, influenced Damn. by toxins. Damn. Okay, so um, it is a plant. It is a plant. That was a cantrip. Yeah, but um, it's, a, it's a poison bleach spray. Mm. Pesticide. I would like. Can I also take an take an attack? Since that was a it was an action to cast the cantrip. No, that's right. That's right. So okay, you have okay. bonus action and a movement. Still. Okay. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to step away, but I think he'll get an attack of opportunity. If you move away from his combat range, yeah. How far do you want to move? <sighs> okay. I'm going to try to move um, a little closer to up. That way, and and this way. Yes. Okay. How many feet? Um. Let's see. What's your movement speed? Thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah, because if he moves away from you, then you get to hit him. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna stay because there's something I might try if it ends up okay. working. I'm gonna stay. Are you gonna use your bonus action for anything? I'll just. Um, I'm gonna scream at everyone. Um, wake up! Wake up! I was wrong! Everybody wake up! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll say with that, the remaining members to go ahead and roll initiative. Yep, yep. Come on, bone Roll low, motherfuckers. Good! Oh no. Is it? Ten. Seven. I knew I should have brought the sage. All right. I'm next to Fern. I'm probably lower decks than you, though. Yeah, so, so well, well, you've. Plus two. Rollies. Rollies. Oh shoot. What, regular rollies? Nine. Eleven. You got oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what did you roll? There's other kinds of rollies. You can do things that you get So here's the thing. Lowest if you had rolled a high initiative in this instance, you technically would, in this particular circumstance, I'm using it as if you had rolled high, then you wouldn't be until the next initiative count. You're technically next to the fern, so you actually, and this is the one of the weird circumstances where I'm allowing the low initiative on that roll to have been beneficial. So now you get to immediately take your turn after her. Oh, shit. Same oh, pressure. Right, right. Uh, okay. So, you are, you come out of consciousness, you are prone on the ground, kind of like waking up, looking off to the side, there's a fire crackling towards your feet, keeping uh -huh. your footsies warm, and across the way you see the bright kind of purplish light in the middle of the jungle, and this creature that's now slithering through. What do you do? Shit. So am I, am I over here? Yeah, you're right there. Oh, the brain of the woods. <laughs> it's implanted in my face. Uh, can I wake up and run uh, this way? Okay. You're getting up, which is half your movement. <laughs> can I just run away? Well, yeah. Fuck well, you it's half your movement. Oh, that uh, is right. To get up from prone. Okay, so uh, so twelve feet. I'll use another twelve feet. So well, ten-ish. Ten, yeah. So you're going this way. Yeah, I'll come to the edge. Uh, that's this, a, yeah, back a little towards you. That's yeah. I can get there. Okay, great. And I'll come one square. You can say yeah. you can say there if you want to get near the tree. That's great. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's your movement. 
Uh, boy, I really can't do can't do jack shit. Uh, with my uh, bonus action, I'll say uh, sleeves are bullshit, and I'll dig my fingers into my arms and I'll rip the skin off of my arms. Yes. Oh, hairy, hairy, muscled arms underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy horror shit is yeah. my game, bitch. Every time I got oh, for day. That's you, sick. you still have extra movement if you're not taking an action, though. Just putting that in there. Oh, that's a, that's true. Uh, you could dash if you want to. Yeah, let's let's get some let's get some movement here. So I'll, I'll keep coming in the direction I was moving. I want to okay. stay wide. 10, 15, leaping down. Yeah. Twenty to there. Uh huh. You can go twenty. Five. Yeah, perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. You got it. Spread All right. It out so a you like bit. jumped off the edge and you're kind of like circling around this way. Right. You got it. That finishes your go. Thanks. Orem, you're up with FCG on deck. Okay, so Orem comes to, grabs a shield and sword off the ground next to him, uh, pops up groggily, uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, sees Fern with this thing lumbering over her, and I can't tell where Ashton is on. I'm inside. 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 There. You, actually, okay. you don't know that. You, Where's you just, Ashton? You just don't see Ashton. So uh, I'm going to curve around the fire uh, with my other half of my movement. Then I'm going to use my action to leap through the air uh, to land behind Fern. Okay. So you're so you're right, so I'm using half my movement. movement to get half movement to get up. Yep. Other half movement to get to the edge of the the rock there. And then you're going to use cliff. my it, action to go and just like flea dash over here. You flea got dash, it. land behind Fern. Twenty-five, thirty. That would get you just there. Make an acrobatics check for me. Can I land behind her specifically? Oh, you behind her this way. Yeah, yeah that can be allowed. Okay. Um, doing an acrobatics check for me. Okay, you got it. Acrobatics. Uh, Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Like if you actually like kind of grab onto her shoulder to help cushion your fall, and then land blade off to the side, shield kind of over the shoulder, then pull the shield back out, and you are at your ready. And then Fern, like a, a secret door, you find yourself revolved like you're in Young Frankenstein, away from the oh, creature, hello. and I'm there, bait and switch. <laughs> I'll take the AC. Come on. Okay, got that. And now I will action surge and attack this thing. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Go uh, in. Action surge. First is pretty low. That is a four, uh, 14 to hit. 14 unfortunately misses. Okay, and then slash again, and that is a 20 to hit. 20 hits. Goading attack. Okay. Has to make a wisdom save. Uh, that is an eight. So <laughs> an eight. An eight. Yeah. So okay. so has disadvantage if it attacks anything that's not doesn't include you, correct? So very yes. little damage. Eight points of damage, and then yeah, anything it tries to attack okay. other than me, nice. disadvantage. You got Done. it. Okay. That finish your go. Yeah. All right, FCG, you're up. You all right? Uh, as I uh, open my ocular receptors and, and look <laughs> around, uh, I see in, in the dead of night, right, my mm -hmm. friends in danger, and I say, oh, it's happening again. And I don't really know what's going on, so I'll just move forward. Okay. Uh, to sort of the to the edge of that little platform there, okay. And not knowing what's going on, I will. Uh, is everybody okay? I'll I'll do a sympathetic binding as okay. my action, and I will bind myself to uh, Imogen. I don't see Ashton. You don't see Ashton. Nope. I don't have to see them to bind to them, but I'm. 
I didn't see them, I wouldn't know where they were. So I'll do Fern instead. Okay, so uh, Imogen and Fern. Yes. You got it, so keep tabs on that, and that's and your then, And then uh, bonus action, how, how is my relationship with, with Imogen? Uh, Would you call her an ally or trusted companion? I'd say she's. I mean, she's, she did mind meld. Yeah, with with, with your with, with the, the the role playing bonds that you guys have built and and over time has led you be upgraded into a trusted companion. Okay, <clears throat> you've larped together. Yes. Then I will, as my bonus action, I will uh, give you a bonded blessing, where you you now get guidance uh, a d six that you can add to anything. For, a d six. Yeah, because she and I talked, motherfuckers. <laughs> so any, anyone else who wants to. <laughs> That's what I therapy does. It gets you results. <laughs> yep. Is this what you're shouting to us as you roll through yes. the jungle? Yeah. Any turn? That's great. It's like an inspiration dice, basically. Yeah. That's what Damn. Awesome. Does that finish your turn? That's it. Can All right, finishing yes. your go. Uh, that brings us to Ashton. Fuck. So, Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> You went from this odd kind of staticky sensation to a, a horrible sharp pain across your torso on both pain. sides, <laughs> and then oh. darkness and constraint, and you are currently restrained. Also, uh, you feel this horrible acidic burning sensation no, as no. you are digested yeah. from the inside. That's a lot of dice. That is, that is. Are you are are you bad? Are you bad? Oh yeah, you that is bad? nineteen points of acid <gasps> damage. Wowzers! Mm -hmm. It's your turn. What right. can I do? You can do anything you want to. You just restrain, which means your speed zero, and any attacks you make are at disadvantage. Okay, I'm going to yep. rage like a motherfucker. Because <laughs> what else am I going to fucking do? Uh, <gasps> Maybe you'll like. No. <laughs> Maybe you'll like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it couldn't be. It certainly could. Could that's that'll do. That's really nice. Okay, so. Can you, can you, like, can you phase uh, through his body? I know that's what I mean. Don't yeah. you have one that like phases? Yeah. Into not, it doesn't quite work that way, yeah. sadly. Uh, so, not that anyone can see, but there is a fucking light show going on inside this thing. Maybe there's just a weird little, like a bad discotheque happening in there. Oh, it's a party monster. <laughs> it's about to shit another fairy. Fuck. Um, that's how fairies are made. I am going to. Um, like, my only chance of fucking surviving this is getting the fuck out of this thing, I assume. Okay. So, I am going to just grab the hammer and I'm just going to start stabbing with the bottom uh, the, the, the bottom of the hammer, just seeing if okay. I can cut myself out of this. So, you're, try you're trying to force your way out of it? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do damage to it to try and get out. Okay. So, go ahead and. Is, yeah, is, there, is there a difference between trying to get out and. There's two different ways you could try and get out. You could either try and damage, do enough damage to eventually possibly be coughed up. Or you could attempt to make a contested strength check to uh, break free. Depends on whichever you're feeling more comfortable that's with. I've been rolling like shit. Do I? That's a tough call. You might also. It might give you like disadvantage or something because you can't move. No, you can't move. Yeah, I have disadvantage. I would actually. That's right. I have disadvantage anyway. So I guess a contested uh, strength check. Cause my strength's okay. Okay. Well, you are raging, which does give you advantage oh, on your oh, strength. Yeah, yeah, you, could go, you could go reckless, right? Um, or you can go reckless attacks and make a baseline attack. Baseline attack. So it's up to your well. yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do the strength check. Oh. You got it. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm trying to read that because it's hard to read. Okay. Um, just a strength check, not save. Correct. 18. 
18. 18 is exactly the DC that he rolled. Oh, fuck God. So you do manage to like, oh. yeah, 18 is, you have to hit, to hit the DC that he rolled the contested. You basically, you begin to take the hammer and jam it and jam it to the side. And you find the first couple times you're trying to like take the, the, the handle of it and pierce, it's like hitting hard, petrified, like stone or old, old, heavy wood. And then you find one patch that splinters and pushes through and you see that you've actually punctured the side of it. Oh. And you kind of use that momentum to push through, and all of you see this emerging light show of uh, Ashton oh, yeah. essentially be birthed at the side of this weird tree creature. Oh, nice. Wait, you're out? I am out. I am hey, that's fucked. Nice. You're, you're prone. I am, but you're out. Fucked right now. I am not looking good. You still have your movement, but you are prone. So. Um, I'm going to use my movement to circle. Towards get up and circle towards fresh cut grass. I suppose going. Okay. I'm not gonna leave. I know it's got about that's ten as, feet. Yeah. That's about as far as you can get right there. That's how close am I to the ferry thing? Uh, you're right next to it. I don't want to be right next to that shit. Never mind. I'm so sorry. I can't see it from here. I'm okay. gonna circle the other direction. Towards Fern. Fern's on the other yeah, side. Yeah. Towards Fern. Okay. There you go. Help. Just like five more feet away from from all feet. that shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm really fucked up. Please help. Fuck. Ow. Fuck. Ow. Ow. <laughs> I'm really fucked up. <laughs> All right. That finishes your go, Ashton. Aladna, you're up with Imogen on deck. Seeing a fresh cut grass just wake up and look a little confused, I go, FCG, it just ate and then shat out Ashton. <laughs> Oh shit! The metabolism is off the fucking charts. I can never sleep again. <laughs> and then I. God, I take a little bit of uh, like the um, the the like swampy muck from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Kind of starts to like bubble and surface, and it's just that like you know that like nasty mud at the bottom of a pond, oh, yeah. and it just slathers all, all over top of them, and, and kind of gives like a. Uh, oil slick sheen to him, and I cast Hex. Okay. Yeah. Already. In that, when it was doing that strength check, that strength roll just now, would that be like an ability check? That would be. Um, then I will give him disadvantage on strength checks oh, with my yes. Hex. Good looking out. Yes. Alrighty. In the end, awesome. I'm going to take that fro that muck. And you see ice shards come out of it, frozen pond muck, and I'm gonna do Ray of Frost. Shards of muck? Okay, Ray of Frost. Yeah, have you ever seen frozen mud? Yeah, of course. I don't like it. Oh, okay, okay, that's better. Um, (laughs) um, 20, 20, one, 21. 21 hits. Great, and that's 2d8, shit. 2d8 plus 1d6. Yeah, you're right, because it's a hex. So much damage. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Holy Jeez shit. Louise. <laughs> two, four, six, uh, two, four, five damage. Yikes. Two, four, five damage uh-huh. already. Um, but his uh, speed is minus 10 feet now because of the ray of frost. Okay. That's he's great. A little, he's a little frosty. Okay, yeah. that finishes your go. Uh, all right, are you saying your turn, Ladna? Or? Yes, I okay. think so for right now. Imogen, you're up. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna look around, and uh, with my telekinetic abilities, I'm gonna pick up. Use I'm gonna use a sorcery point to okay. split this spell. I'm gonna pick up two large boulders and send them at the creature. Cool. Two catapult spells. Whoa. Okay, so you're you're twinning I'm, spell. I'm 
It's a, yes, twinning spell, yes. Does it say you can char- target the same creature, or does that have to be separate creatures? It's, it's two different objects that I'm targeting with catapult, so I'm not targeting a creature with the catapult, I'm targeting the object. Okay. Catapult like can be used not as an attack, so you're not that's targeting true. a creature. I'm sending it. No, that's valid. You could use it like launch level. a creature yeah. though. Like a dirt. No, that's you valid. It's valid because you're targeting. This is. Oh Look at you, lawyer, right now. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I love that so much. So I'm casting this at third level, and I'm sending two large stones at the creature. Sure. Yeah. All right. I technically can roll a, a wild magic since I met a magic. If on you wanted it. to, do wild it. magic. Just, just cause. Just cause. Wait, well, does that take the place of a spell? No, no, no. It just adds an effect Merch to whatever I just do. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a d100. Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. Your skin suddenly begins to shift tone. As you, be, as you finish casting the spell, you don't realize that, but everyone else is looking over at Imogen, you watch as her skin suddenly begins to take on this like sickly bluish hue. Um. So continue. All right, so two large boulders sent at the creature from two opposing directions, um, so it has to roll a de- dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw, you got it. Uh, that is that is an eleven. Yes. Do I roll twice? Do not, do not do know why snow was hit. That doesn't make. Any oh no! Sense. Is that okay? Do you, that's the effect of this creature. You, wild you, magic. I think my phone accidentally hit it. <laughs> that's not wild magic. I cast snow. Um, does it roll twice for the two objects will, coming yes. in? And a five. It feels okay. On both. Great. So that's five d eight twice. Ooh! Oh, oh, oh my god. 5d8. Get mm-hmm. it, baby! Yeah. Yes, it does target. There's a an object over the creature. Oh, right. 40-ish damage. Uh, 12, 13, plus 4, 18, 24, 25, 26, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 22, 28, uh, 32. These two large parts of rock that have been covered with vines and heavy root that aren't even visible suddenly (laughs) tear free and rise up. Just kind of floating and spacefully rotating as you watch Imogen's skin go from like that light sickly blue to a steadily darker and darker, almost navy coloration. Whoa. And then both rocks <laughs> slam into both sides of the creature <laughs> with a heavy impact. You see whatever sort of plant-like lifeblood viscera would exist inside suddenly gets spattered out from the impact as it seems to buckle and fold for a second, taking a heavy hit. Oh. Both rocks <laughs> into the ground, right next to Orem. One almost like <laughs> on the ground next to you. Thank God uh, Ashton got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Honestly, probably. Uh, I wouldn't have done it if he was in there. True enough. There, so. yeah. I'm going to back up if I can. I'm going to bring back up? Uh, <laughs> as much as I can. 5, 10, 15, 25, 30. Yeah. A little, yeah. little odd. Yeah. What, do, that was what, amazing. Who you are now? 
Am what I is happening? Blue? Oh, yes. A little bit. You're smurfy. Joe, are you feeling okay? Can you calm <sighs> it down? <laughs> it's her blue period. All right, oh. so, that finish your turn? Yes. So it is moody. now the creature's turn. Okay. So first. Oh. Yeah? I'm going to uh, use my bonus action oh. to shove Ashton further away from it. Ooh. Okay. Before How I move. How far was the range on that? Well, can I do it, say I did it before I moved, just have used my bonus action to shove Ashton. Right, what's the range on it? Uh. Total shove. shove is? <laughs> 30 feet. 30 feet, he was 35 feet away from okay, you. Okay, Which means if you want to do that, you can move towards and then away. It would mean you're a little bit closer, but you're calm. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I want to get him further from the creature. Thank they don't you. get an attack of opportunity on it if he's they out of the range. No. no. All right, so you I'm shove him back and then yeah. climb back up onto the top and get on right next to the fire, okay. where now you and Laudner are both kind of flanking the sides okay, of the fire. Great. Now it's the creature's turn. Okay. It's Vine. Slithers up, yeah, up to the top here, and the fairy just kind of up to the top, gives oh, off this no. light pulse. Oh, what? That will get. All of you up top. Oh, I need Laudna, Imogen, and uh, Fresh Cut Grass to all make wisdom saving throws for me. Yeah. Which one? Don't fuck me, Gil. 19. 19, you're fine. 10! 9. So you, kind of concentrating on your weirdly colored, unexpectedly hued skin, feel this influence on your mind right as the pulse hits and you cover your eyes just in time and kind of, you're used to resisting influence because it's constantly pressing on your brain, so this is like second nature to you. And as soon as you push it off, you look back and watch as Fresh Cut Grass and Lana just kind of walk forward off the edge. Oh my god. To there, and Lana, you step off the side and catch yourself stopping right there. Oh no. Can't have that cleric being messed up. I mean, Laudna too, but whatever. That's <laughs> good. Now it, the entity which previously was just kind of in a, a soft hunting mode now seems to be soft hunting seems mode. Seems to be getting more enraged as it's suddenly crushed by an extreme amount of pain. No. Um, just a soft boy. It is going to. Let's see. It's going to go ahead and first unleash. Well, as, as a follow-up to that, it's going to unleash three vine swipe attacks, which only have a fifteen-foot range, so it can't get you. Mm-hmm. That's going to go ahead and get uh, Ladna, Fern, and uh, you, Orm. All right, disadvantage on them. Uh, does it say to anybody that does that's not you, or to any, any attack that doesn't include you? No, no, the three separate attacks. You're right, so you're good. Yeah, any so it's disadvantage. That's not against me, is it? Correct. Yeah. So this will be against Fern. Still a disadvantage that is a 17? Um, just hits. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so you take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And it yanks you closer oh, to it. The vine pulls you in uh, against Aura. That is going to be as a natural two. Uh, pretty sure that misses you with a 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the vine comes whipping towards you, and you just kind of bash it away with the shield. Um, the one coming towards you, Lada, with disadvantage. Uh, that'll be 15? Uh, shield. Yes. You, you're currently incapacitated, no! so you cannot take an action, unfortunately. Hits. So you take, because you are incapacitated, it is considered an autocrit. God, this is, this is about control. 
You take 20 points of bludgeoning damage, and you are pulled adjacent to it as the vine smacks you. You're no longer, you now are back in control of your, your, yourself, and your, your oh. the pain hits you, but all of a sudden you're like <laughs> pulled close, and now you're right up against this creature. Hey, kind of fucked up. Uh, I mean, it looks like it's been hurt. Okay. But oh it's, it's all right. Yeah. Oh um, all right. All right. That's going right. to finish its go. Fern, you're up with uh, you, Chetney on deck. All blue eyes. Shit. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm, uh, like this. I have, I, I'm, am I, can you're I You're not restrained, anything? you're just pulled in and you push out of it, but you're just right next to it now. Okay, um, I am going to, uh, uh, produce a flame blade oh. in my hand and okay. try to stab it. All right, so as a bonus action, you, what level are you casting flame blade? Uh, I'm going to do a third level. Third level. You all watch as this large, arcing kind of scimitar of fire just emerges out of okay. uh, one hand cool. of ferns. Go ahead and make an attack with it. Okay. Any spell attack modifier? Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight definitely hits. Jeez. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. More flame blade. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Yeah, no shit. Wow. I got my teeth. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's usually three. Sorry, 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 sorry. Wait, so it doesn't go up if I cast it at third level? It doesn't give me an extra d6? Stand by. Looking up spells, because that's what we do. Because it's very hard to remember all the words that you Oh, so I guess it's the same. At third, it doesn't add an extra d6. Oh, you're right. At fourth level, it goes fourth up. Level so you just goes. take a okay, second sorry, level. Okay, sorry. So it's a second. Okay. That's okay. So it's just 3d6 in the Ah! <laughs> okay. Um, 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. All right. As your blade carves into its side, this hardy creature that previously, when you had released this poison spray on it, it seemed to shrug off a majority of what you had hoped would be. Uh, an impactful attack upon the creature. Your blade carves through it like hot butter, and as it cuts through entirely, like there's no resistance, you see where the burn mark was. It is extremely unhappy, and you hear this kind of subtle <laughs> shriek deep inside as it seems to not like fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Dope. I should have tried to get out of this. Um, can I try to, with movement, try to get out of it? How far do you want to go? Um, well. <laughs> I'm going to try to, well, I just want to try to get out of his out of his arms. And he doesn't like have you held, necessarily. Oh, okay. You pushed away. It's just, it just hits you and pulls you in and then lets you go. Oh, okay. Then so I'm going to move if you want to. But he'll get an attack of opportunity. Depending on how far you move. Because I was going to try to go over by Ashton. Up to you. Let's do it. Okay. You're going over here? Yeah. Like there? Yeah. Okay. So as you dart past, one of its vines whips out towards you. That is going to be a 16 to hit. Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Nice. You just duck underneath, no impact. Okay, great. All right, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, finishing your turn. Now that it's angry. Now that it's angry? Oh, no. What do you mean, now that it's angry? It's going to use two of its legendary actions. Oh! Wait, wait, wait. I, what? This is a legend. I don't feel good about it. Okay, okay. 
Hold legendary on. actions don't mean it's a legendary creature. Legendary actions just means powerful creatures have some sort of a an attack economy against seven players <laughs> that can make it dangerous <laughs> as a solo <laughs> entity. Just be mine. Hold on, just a minute. What's going to Hungry Jaws on you, Lord? We're going to die. Hungry Jaws. Disadvantage. Because. Technically an attack? Well, it is. Still the same round. That's true, because yeah, it's not back go, here. Right? So, yeah, it is disadvantage. It's still pretty high. <laughs> that would be a. But you're not. You're not at, you can use your action now, right? 19? It's out of my shield range. That would only give me an 18. Mm. You have to roll like one less. 19 with disadvantage? But. Fuck. Fuck this motherfucker, hellish rebuke. Let's go yeah. with the hellish rebuke. <laughs> if you're gonna eat me, I wanna fucking rip your jaws off as I'm going in. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's a dexterity saving throw for it. Yep. It is a 14 on its side. Fail. All right. So it takes full damage from your hellish rebuke. You. Oh, plus big money, big money, big money. Oh God. Okay. Just okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure yeah, way. It's okay. Well, <laughs> 15 total damage. 15 damage, which you take 12 points of piercing oh, as, it, no. as its mouth bites and begins to pull you into its strange plant monster gullet. While you are being swallowed, you angrily unleash your hellish rebuke and you watch as the inside of its mouth lights up with a burst of dark energy and flame before Lana disappears. Yeah, you ever see a, a kid like accidentally eat a pen and the pen bursts in their mouth and just like, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Straight up. Seen a kid. Much better way to describe it. We all speak from personal experience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, that will go ahead and finish oh Fern's turn. I don't have time to make a new character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Who wolf just charges right in, now. straight in for melee. You were like a two eight. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with my my bonus action, I'm going to use my uh, crimson. Make concentration check for hex too. Right. Disadvantage on the strength. Constitution saving throw. Yes. Wait, what'd you say? Just do your roll. No. Sorry, don't worry. What'd you roll? Two. Two? Yeah, hex vanishes. So it no longer uh. has disadvantage on strength. Fuck! Which you nope. gave it. Well, it would, I mean, your strength is. I couldn't have done it. Couldn't have done it anyway. All right. Poof. So, continue with your turn. <laughs> this is getting dicey. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action uh, to ignite my uh, crimson right, so you see the claws in my hands start to extend, and as they do, blood drips out of my fingertips and ignites into fire. That's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, they just whoosh, and I'll take uh, uh, two strikes against him, but I'm going to use my predatory strike, which uh, is attack, attack, and then a third attack with just claws, no weapons. Well, the third attack requires a bonus action. Oh, is it? Which okay. you use to do use your right. Fair so. enough, so I'll do next that round you can do the that. next time round. Okay. Two strikes against it. Uh, that's a 23 to hit. That hits. And the second one is a... <laughs> Uh, 22 to hit. 22 hits, yeah. Slice. It's, it's not gonna, because we can slice together. Uh, two, uh, ten, so that's eight. I can buck around. Um, 17 plus, and I take this damage, five. Okay. 22 points yeah. of slashing and fire damage. Nice. 
So two carving through. How much was the fire damage? Uh, Oh, actually, it's it's five. So it's actually ten points of fire damage total, and instead of twenty-two, it should be twenty-seven total. I only added it the first time. Right. So seven points of slashing damage. Uh, Sorry, ten points of fire, and then seventeen points of slashing. Yes. Got it. Correct. Okay. Ten points of fire, seventeen gotcha. slashes. So nice. the flames on your claws burn into its its plant body and leave these large claws? carving black Dude. claw marks across its exterior. <sighs> you can see wherever you carve in, it's almost like instinctual, almost plant muscles pulling away from the wound, trying to hide from the burning sensation. Ooh. Do a little more damage on that than you expected. <laughs> All right, does that finish your go? Oh no! Yeah, it does. That's <laughs> like. All right, now it's Orm's go with FCG on deck, but at the end of your turn, it's going to use its last legendary action to go ahead and vine swipe. Uh, Let's say it's going to vine swipe you, FCG. And on the prior one, I failed a wisdom save. Am I still incapacitated, or does that you're incapacitated until uh, the end of its next turn, or until you get hit? In the end of its next turn. Correct. You you would miss your next turn otherwise. Gotcha. It's still a disadvantage for attacking. It is. Yes. 19. 19 on the lower roll. It hits, hits for All right. sure. Oh, so it's an auto crit? It's an auto crit. Oh boy. Puts it at 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Wow, and I just got fucked on mine. You're already adjacent to it, so you're, you're not pulled any closer to it, but you're, you're knocked out of it. I'm now no longer incapacitated. No longer incapacitated, but you took a heavy hit on that one. That's great. Uh, all right, now that brings us to Orem with FCG on deck. Uh, I'm going to. Um, uh, Eyeball Chetney and then move around and come into flanking position opposite from the creature. Okay. FCG, cut me a pizza hole in there! And I'm gonna uh, ready my blade and uh, hope that he can make me a target to hack through. Okay, you got it. All right, that finishes your goes. You're holding your actual that. FCG, you're up. What's a pizza? Okay, I'll put on my, <laughs> I'll put on my saw blade, which I can do now as a bonus action. Is that right? A free action. As, as part free of your action, oh, if you're going to. Free action, amazing. Yeah. And I will whir it up, and I'm going to uh, try to aim for a spot where I think maybe maybe Laudna will fall out if we get through <laughs> in just the right way. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you trying to? Are you staying doing it from where you're standing? I'm gonna rock around to where Orem was. All right. So moving oh, up to there. Yeah. Like. You got it. And we're. I think we're aiming for a spot that maybe we see a little lumpy, bony elbow sticking out or something. <laughs> okay. Um, and I will. Go I'll away. just cut away and see Go what happens. It. Roll for an attack. Come on, Mark. Nope. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Two oh, plus no. four. Oh, no. Six. You go. And it just stops. It just gets like an inch into it and then just gets caught, and you're like, shit, shit. Oh, no. You pull it free, but there's no momentum on the blade, and it's a little gummed up. I didn't do what I wanted it to, yeah, or so, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, no. Uh, uh, shit on us, and I spring at that shitty spot that he barely nicked. <laughs> okay, go for okay. it. Uh, I'm going to use a. Nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to attack. Uh, I should still be in flanking. You are, with, uh, yeah, with, with Chet. So that is balls. That's a 15. 15 chest misses. Oh. And then I roll two 18s for that. So that is a goading attack again. Alrighty. Uh, that'll be. Damn it! Six plus. Okay, that's 13 total. Sure. Has to make a wisdom save. Not bad. 
Uh, that's a six, so no. It is still goaded and f- looking towards you, where you imagine its eyes might look if it had eyes that were visible. Plant dick! <laughs> <laughs> Dot com. Dot com. Don't get there. Don't, don't get there. I apologize in advance. It is on you. I don't even know if that's it. It will be uh, an no, it's if not this. <laughs> All right, so that finishes uh, your, your reaction on that. FCG, you still have a bonus action no, and a little bit of movement if you want. Uh, <laughs> oh, you. I can't see her, right? You cannot see her. You just saw her vanish within the creature. So I actually, actually, you wouldn't even see that because you were incapacitated at the time. You were kind of like, oh, I thought of it. for a moment, you weren't even present, and suddenly Laudan is gone, and you're just trying to follow Orem's lead. Shit. Um, you can assume that's likely what happened. Got it. But well, then I can't do anything for her. I'm sorry to say. So yeah, I guess I'll bonus action healing word, um, Ashton. Thank you. Sure. I'll do. I'll do okay. second level healing word. Um, okay, two d four plus three. Oh, terrible! Yeah. Six points. The whole total. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. That, that that's all the. That's, okay. I'm in double digits. Yay! Good to know. No. <laughs> Not by much, but I'm there. Load Fair up. Load that's up. it. That's your turn? No. Okay, that brings us to you, Ashton. Oh, fuck! I'm running up, I'm gonna smash the fucker. Uh, is there anywhere I can go where I'm flanking? Uh, from FCG. With, from without there. too much of a, With yeah. FCG, you can flank there. How much movement was that just there? That would have been 20. Perfect. Actually, 5, 10, 15 feet. Even better. Betrayal. <laughs> uh, all right, no. since I'm flanking, <laughs> first attack is... For caffeine, Fuck yes, that's what I wanted. That's a natural twenty. And, yeah. Yeah. and I was gonna do it anyway, but now I'm even happier. I'm putting a chaos burst into that. Hit so that let's, slot machine. Uh, come on, number three. Come on, number three. Uh, that'll do. Uh, so let's do. Uh, da, 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 da. That right. So damage on that is. No. <laughs> Awful. Um, no. Wow. Four thunder damage up to eight. Yes. Uh, and uh, after uh, dice are doubled, fourteen points of 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 just standard uh, standard uh, damage. You got it. Okay. Smashing. Heavy. Let's together. Crack with the first attack on the side. There's, a, there's an impact where you see uh, hardened exterior bark-like armor splinter upon the impact of the hammer. That's your first strike. Here we go again. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, all I hear whenever you hear Here we go. <laughs> How is this possible that I'm rolling so low? A seven. 16. 16 just hit. Jesus. It's because we rolled so high at the start of the campaign. That's true. There's balance um, in the force here. Another there. fucking chaos burst in there, because <laughs> I really want this to be over. Uh, mm-hmm. Psychic damage, cool. Here we go. Okay. So that's three points of psychic damage. It is plus fourteen points of of bludgeoning damage okay. to try and get it. it to throw the motherfucker up. Okay. Uh, any? Uh, is it? Is it? Does has no intention of vomiting this woman up? Does it? Let's see. It was over 30, and typically you did over 30 with your strikes, too. So actually, that'd be two Constitution saving throws. I forgot to do that earlier. 27 total for me if I was not over 30. 
Well, no, because the fire damaged it, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, so, yeah, and so it, it would have retained its constitution saving throw with you. You did it over 31 rounds, so it does make another one. Uh, that is a uh, natural 20. So yeah, oh. it's unfortunately it's still holding this? on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chloroform. However, <laughs> however, that second hit as it cracks uh, between the flame strikes that have carved through it, it's starting to show some wear and tear. Like previously, there was a little bit of wounding here and there, but you're like, okay, you're starting to see some real damage show on this entity. Uh, I'm going to back off 20 feet into that tree. Into this tree? Yeah. Here? Yep. Okay. As you back away from there, it's already used. It's a. It's already used its reaction. On, Fernand. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So. Paying attention. Yep. You're good. Nice job. All right. Finishing actions. Go. Lot uh. are up at the top of your turn. Oh no. Oh boy. Fuck. Don't die. Dead I tried. I tried. So many dice. So many dice. It doesn't really matter. No. It literally doesn't no. That is uh, 24 points of acid. Oh, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not it just literally dead. made my eye twitch. <laughs> uh, all right, okay. Um, I'm down. Okay. It could yeah. have auto killed her. It, it could close. have auto killed her. It got, it it got close. It got close. Oops. Oops. Campaign three is different, you guys. All bets are off, motherfucker. Um, okay, okay, hang on. Let me, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. When damage isn't really enough, critical hit reduces user. Mm-hmm. It clearly isn't, though. So. damage taken. There's no way. We're no. beating the fuck no out of success. it. Yeah. Yeah. Hitting you with a sword. So what, I could make, I could attempt to roll a natural twenty for sure. You could. Grave. I rolled attempt a, it. I rolled an exactly what I needed last time. Come on, natural twenty. Manifest it. Easy. No. Rolled a fourteen. Okay, well, at least that's good. That's not a fail. It's not. It was to. It was my ability to stay alive. Yeah. But unfortunately, so you are zero. That is. So it brings you to the end of your turn. Uh, at the top of the turn, you take a death saving throw. That's what it is. So don't have to worry about it next, this turn necessarily. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate all of it. Well, she's here. in the acid. If we don't get her so at the top of her turn, she just rolled damage, but the death save would be She'll after. Would well, be before. Actually, that. this is interesting because like death saves happens at the start of the turn, but the damage you take. From this, also at the start of the target's turn. So what? I'll say, roll a d6 for me. All of this. <laughs> Why? Come on, big dog. You roll got this. Let's go. On a one, on a one to three, uh, huh? the yeah. the damage hits before the death save, which means you will take one this turn. And you have to roll. Otherwise, it'll wait till next turn. So go ahead and roll. You want a four no through big. six? Come on. Four. I want a four through six. <laughs> <laughs> roll a death save. <laughs> It's just three things. No, it's not a. Uh, melees are auto hits. This is just acid damage. It's just. This is just, just, it's just, just acid damage. It's just, just slowly being digested. On, it's fine. Come on. No, but Cling it, will to life. T- it will be two saves on the next roll. Cling to life. Let's go. What is that? Roll a 16, which means. Right! No, sorry, that's that? an 18. What does that, that mean? mean? I get a hit point back. You do? How, what? How? Because I'm an undead motherfucking bitch. Yes! <laughs> I am hard to kill. I am made of paper, but I'm technically hard to kill, so I have one hit point again. So you come to consciousness, you still have your round now. <gasps> oh my god! All right! That's fucking crazy. Okay. That's okay. awesome. Whoa. What? Whoa. I have two things that help me to keep me from That's dying. That's great. I love it. 
doesn't mean they can't die. But all right, all right, all There's right. There's a half dissolved woman's okay. corpse yeah. <laughs> sliding around. Yeah. Oh my god. That's so as I, I can feel my consciousness waning, and I kind of check out for a minute, and I come back, and no one could see it, but if they could, my eyes start glowing green, as I can hear Delilah's voice <gasps> rattling around in my brain. Not yet. There's still much to do. And then I'm gonna uh, take my form of dread as my bonus action. Okay. And uh, kind of start snapping and cracking once again inside. That maybe you just see like you know bones. Um, wait, wait, wait. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, 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 my D10 for my. Duh, that sucks. I get three temporary hit points. Wait, three. Oh, you got more hit points. I get to roll oh, temporary hit points from, from my um, form of dread. Form of dread. Yeah, five, oh five hit points. Do you also see visions of White Stone Andy pass before your eyes? Okay. Oh, White Stone Andy. And then. That's your bonus action. Um, Next roll over. Hey, it's me, White Stone Andy. <laughs> How you doing? Did you guys see White Stone Andy's cameo in Legend of Ice Nine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the next rope over. Terrible. Weird thing. Jeez. Um, Good call. I know where Ashton Delilah popped out. Back too. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I saw him. Yeah. I'm supposed to do Can I? Guess it's all smoky and stuff. Can I? You can make a strength check to try it. Can I, but I'm not good at it. Can I just feel the, for the hole that he already created and start seeing if I can pry my bony ass out of it? <laughs> I will say, I will say, given this circumstance and the, the preset hole that you've created in escaping, this can this can be either a, uh, an athletics or acrobatics check. All right. Because you've you've pre-opened that wound. Yes, I I'll have. allow that choice. And I made a lot more room than you're going to need. Uh, I will definitely take acrobatics because my okay. athletics is minus three. Oh, that'd be fine. Straight roll. Come on, come on, son of a bitch. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, natural five plus six, eleven. So that's good. That's success. So. Get out. So what, well, what you see is a lot in a full form of dread, glowing green eyes. And first, you see like a wispy smoke and black ichor start pulling, pouring out of its wound. Ugh. Before you just see my head. Ace Ventura. <laughs> oh, oh, as I claw my way out oh, of it. Oh god! I died again. <laughs> for, and that's I, my turn. I guess. Enough. Do I? Can I move? Uh, you 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 can't move. You have you're on you're prone because you come out of it prone, so you can get up and move half your movement if you want. Oh, I'm gonna. Can I stay prone? But I like you flip, can crawl away. I flip over and I do that weird spider climb. Oh, backwards. Like, yeah. Yes. You can definitely do that because crawling is half movement, so you can move. You can crawl 15 feet away from it on your back. Yes. Oh. Before I forget, Fern, because you did take uh, the damage earlier and you were concentrating on Flame Blade, just make a Constitution saving throw. Do you have Warcaster? No? Then just roll it the next Okay. So add uh, your Constitution saving throw. Holy fuck. Uh, 15? 15, you're fine. Okay. All right, so you may take Constitution. All right, so that brings us back to the top. Imogen, you're up. God, I need a nap. <laughs> I haven't seen Lorna right? just 
<laughs> I was gonna use a really horrible term. Just come on out of it. I'm gonna um, circle around the fire and get lined up with the the fairy light. Uh, I'm gonna line up the fairy light with the creature. Right there, you mean? No, like oh, right to where I've got line. a straight line no, no, fairy light. Oh, I see. Right yes, there. yes, yes, yes. Good call. Okay. Through the campfire. Yeah, exactly. through the campfire. I'm eyeing both to get them even, and it. I'm gonna shoot my hand forward. My eyes are gonna flash white. Everything floops up, including like the flames on the fire start to flare up a little bit, and uh, I'm gonna shoot a lightning bolt. Oh shit! Through it all and try to get both the the tail and the. Let's creature. go. Let's go. Easy enough to do. I don't have to measure, but it's fun to just visualize. Mm-hmm. And it just barely goes shoot by Lodna. Yeah, the yeah. behind it as well. Yeah, about ten feet over Lodna's head, just uh, as this extremely bright streak of. Crawling lightning, this this almost snake-like instant winding of pure energy just <laughs> strikes through. Both uh, though the creature will the the lure as well technically can't make a saving throw, so it just takes full damage. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage on that. It makes a deck save at our natural one. Yes, yes. Yeah. So full lightning damage. So that's eight d six. Yourself. Whoa. Six seven. Eight. Yep. Oh, Ooh, not uh, Ten. Uh, Twenty-one. Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. Thirty-two. Thirty-two points of, of lightning damage. Yeah. Arcs pass, and you see on the far end it just kind of arc as it ends up kind of disseminating its energy throughout the ground and the floor around. Just push Laudna five feet away from it if I can. Uh, oh, I'm too far. Too far away, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Ooh, can I push anybody else? Would it help FCG if I push you away? You don't need that, do you? It has a very long reach. It has a long reach. It doesn't do nothing. We'll say okay. the the lure at the end does wither from the. <gasps> oh, that's great! Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yes. It kind of like curls and turns oh, cool. to dust on the ground. Yeah, you're gonna be the next one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, that's clutch. Your turn. Uh, it is now. The creature's turn. We'll see if it regrows a lure. Damn! It does not regrow its lure. Okay. Oh, it can you see, you see the, uh, the 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 vine-like tendril that it carried, like like whip back to the body, and there you see the end of it beginning to kind of like create a new bulb, but it's not yet ready. That's spring. <laughs> From where it's standing now, God. it's going to go ahead and. Well, it can't use its lure pulse attack, so it's going to go ahead and use its hungry jaws on. Uh, you. Every time. <laughs> it is an attack, so it has disadvantage. Yep. Dick! 15 and a 16, natural. So that's going to be a 23 to hit you. That's fine, that's fine. So that is 15 points of bludgeoning damage to you, Rushka okay. Grass, and you. Oh, am I swallowed? Oh, come on, bitch! That's right, we got I can only have one swallowed at a time, but you guys keep knocking them out, so it's like, well, I need something else. I'm just trying to get some food. <laughs> right? It's hungry. I'm just really hungry. Do the hungry jaws have a huge reach, too, or is it a five feet reach on the hungry Five feet reach on the jaws. <laughs> <laughs> so I could have shoved FCG farther away, it would have helped. It would have, it would have, yeah. yeah, I guess it would have. It could have moved five feet and done. That's true. Uh, but that that's all it can take in its turn, because it's not doing its vine attacks, instead deciding to swallow one of you. Okay, okay. Uh, it will 
You know what? Yeah, it's going to shift here a little Slash. bit, which means you both get tax of opportunity yeah. on it. Who do? You. We do? Who do that voodoo? Both of you do. Who do that voodoo? Fire claws, baby! 20 for me. That hits. 17. 17 hits. Okay, great. 12, uh, 12 for me. 12 for you. 5 plus 5 is 10 plus, plus fire damage. 4. Uh, so. Uh, ten points of slashing damage and four points of fire, or eight if it's doubled. You got it. It is doubled. Great. Decent reaction strikes on it as it kind of like <laughs> slithers its way across the ground now, trying to find a centralized position amongst the cluster of you over there. Uh oh. Why? Um, all right. That finishes its go. That brings us to uh, Fern. You're up with uh, you, Chetney on deck. Everybody, run. Okay. Oh, shit. He just set it himself. All right. He doesn't like fire. Um, I am going to cast Scorching Ray at third level. Yes. Okay. Um, nice. And shoot out three Scorching Rays. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Alrighty. So roll three attacks, adding your spell attack modifier. Oh, it just happens. It happens, but you have to still roll to hit. So you roll with your spell attack modifier to see if you hit the creature three times. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, natural 24. Ooh, okay, so one of them's doubled. Keep Let's that in mind. Go. Yep. Oh, that's. Oh, no, that might. Oh, oh wow. Or a, or a one. One of them's a one. Okay. I Except have for the. I it by moving yeah, that thing, but that's fine. Um, and the other one doesn't hit. So one natural 20. Okay. Okay. So okay. go ahead and roll two. Uh, it's a level, third level. Three, three D6. So are you creating an additional ray for each level of a second? So roll for an additional ray. So I have one crit, two failures, and then one additional ray. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's a ten. Ten is aw. All right, so one crit. Let's go three d six. Two d six, technically. Sorry, two. Oh balls! Did this you drop is... a grain of sand? <laughs> These are terrible. Just little rice kernels. Yeah, so like six. Piece of pepper. No, four. Seven total. On the dice? Yeah. Doubled? Doubled? Double! No. So 14. So 14 fire damage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is double. 28. 28. Oh, okay, so 28. Well, no, I rolled seven. Oh, no, it's, it's I not 28, seven. it's 32. Yeah, yeah you rolled a seven, he's but you rolled a 20 to hit, so it doubles. And he's so it's 14, and he's he's vulnerable to fire. Got it. So it's 32. I understand. 28. 17? Wait. Plus 14, 14. Sorry, 14. I was thinking 16. My brain, that's totally on me. All right, so 28 points of fire damage to it. Okay. Nice. No, no, it's okay. 32, okay. man. It's totally it's 32. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, Thank you for that. It's been so fun. For some reason, my brain was thinking 16. So hey, for, for, for one out of four hitting and still doing 28 points of fire damage, that's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, slick. Yeah, cool. Okay, I'm not going to. It's looking, it's looking rough. Um, okay, so that's your action to go ahead and cast that. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do in your turn? Um. Oh. <sighs> um. Can I? No, I can't also Can do that. Can I? Would there be? Could I? Could I try to try to get to to Laudna and try to pull her back? Pull her which direction? To pull her away, like go over and under under the armpits. And try to just Aww. wiggle and. I can see you can wiggle her with the rest of your movement that far. Okay, what's that thing that we're That's next my to? Light. That's her. Oh, okay, good. We're good. We're good. Okay. okay. That finishes That's your That's my turn. That's my turn. All right, and if it's turn, it's going to go ahead and use a legendary action to do a vine swipe. Uh, this one is going to be. I don't want to go back uh, in. 
Not like this. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> no, you're Can't the one who's immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. just struck us. She's so. still down, and I'm disadvantaged. Disadvantage that. Uh, that'll be a 15 to hit? No. Wow. Oof, I disadvantage help. Oh man, goading attack. All right, so that finishes your go. That brings us to your turn, Chetney. Come on. Chetney rushes up. It's an Rushes up, takes two strikes, and now with my bonus action, I'll use predatory strike. You got it, so three strikes. one less on the damage, it's not the same. Uh, so three hits. Uh, that's only 17 to hit. 17 hits. Okay. Natural one, balls. And eight, uh, 24 to hit. That hits, so two hits. Two hits. 10 plus, oh, five. Uh, so 10 slashing, five fire, or right. 20 Which total. Goes to 10 fire, great. Uh, second one strength. is another five, so 10 and three. Uh, so 16 total, three fire. Um, that's added in there, sorry, I should clarify. That's okay, and no worries. The last one is. Oh, it was one hit, right? It was, that was it. Sorry, so there, there were two hits on Just the two. Still, that's great. That's 36 damage on two strikes there. Um, that's that's enough damage in one round to make a constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. Puke! Uh, that's a four. Yeah, no, it fails. It pukes up. Yeah! 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 Before you even take acid, you're playing the Drops you onto the ground next to Chetney, just Ooh. covered in this kind of like molasses type dark brown mm. digestive fluid. Foul. I was a plant. Oh, thanks. I was a plant briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, does that finish your turn, Chet? It does. Alright, that brings us to Orum with FCG on deck. Alright, the best thing. At the end of your turn, it's going to go ahead and use another legendary action to go ahead and vine swipe. Uh, this one is going to be. It's going to be you, Orum. That is a natural 20. Oh, oh okay. Nose. It is angry. It, it, does, it does not like. Uh, eat. We're so hungry. We all get a turn on the water. Twenty slide. points of bludgeoning damage to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you are pulled adjacent to <laughs> pulled adjacent. Yeah, that's fucking shh. Right next uh, to how it. How much points of damage? Twenty. 20. 20. 20. <laughs> I'll take half of that, please. Okay. Oh boy. Absorb half. So he, you take ten, and then you take ten temporary hit points. Yes. Nice. Okay. Because you're coming. Yes. Uh, okay. Hope I can use them. Because <laughs> that would not be good. Okay, so the best thing I can do is keep this thing distracting, so I'm going to continue to maneuver opposite Chetney. I'm going to use a bonus action to do second wind, get some of that back. Eight. His farts are much smaller than that. I got the high-protein chick that. And I'm going to jump out and like, Punt up into the air and slash it across the face. It's like, leave us the fuck alone, spinach dick. <laughs> uh, that is. Got more specific which one type of dick he is. That's a 24, uh, 26. That definitely hits. And the second one <laughs> is a 20. Like a so they both hit. Both hit. Go ahead and we'll damage. make the first one a goading attack. This is the one. Goading attack, all right. Uh, that is going to be an 11. It fails. Uh, it's not strong 11. Wisdom. 11 total from that one. Nice. And then eight for the second. Alrighty, so striking both twice, you're cutting through and you're watching like chunks of vine and uh, heavy kind of root bark armored pieces like 
fall off and crack from your blows as you kind of pull back, shield at the ready. It's looking to hurt. It's gonna hurt. It also does no damage, but I kick it one good. time. That's it. Good on you, for good measure. I'll allow it as a free action. Okay, finishes your turn? Yes, all done. And your turn's going to use its last legendary action. Oh no. Uh, this one's going to. This is going to go for you again. Okay. That is going to be a 20 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. Ooh. Okay, that is 12 points of bludgeoning damage to you. Kind of And you're already adjacent to it. Okay. All right, that finishes your go. Uh, FCG, you are up with Ashen on deck. All right, we're going to try to end this. I'll fire up the old buzzsaw. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> and I will. Oh, you want to get up? It's like a treble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are lying on the on your back on the ground. Oh, I gotta get up. Okay. Gotta get up. There you go. To get no. down. Diesel. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to chop down the tree. Go for it. Go ahead and roll and attack. Come on. Do it. Sixteen plus six. That hits. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Come on. All right. Oh, 16 plus four. Plus four. 20 still hits. Yeah. Dirty, dirty, dirty. It's a uh, six points plus the ten that I absorbed. Ooh. Sixteen points of damage. Sixteen points of damage. Wow. Hell yeah! How do you want to do that? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> right on the cusp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just—it's funny because I was just watching like lumber sports with my kids, <laughs> showing them how ridiculous it is. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll just—I'll uh, put it in overdrive, so a little smoke starts coming out, <laughs> and I'll—I'll uh, I'll say, "Oh, all life is precious." But not a weed, and I'll just chop it down <laughs> and, and try to just chop down the tree. Yeah. So as, as you push into it, you carve through. You can see where the sections where previous friends of yours they kind of carved through or pushed through have uh, greatly reduced its central integrity. Never mind being crushed rapidly by two giant boulders and then being blasted with a bolt of electricity. And as you carve through, you find every tether that's holding most of its upper torso aloft, and you just kind of. Yes. We're talking like you know Judge Doom hitting the chains at the end yeah. of Roger Rabbit. Like you just come all the way through and you watch as it. I don't know which way it's gonna fight. It tumbles off. You know what? Let's go ahead and roll the scene. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, I. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Ashton Love. Now Birth Canal got started and mm -hmm. FCG finished. <laughs> it, it fell this way. Hey. So you guys are fine. <laughs> so as as you're spattered with this this heavy brown sap like. Uh, Life li liquid of the creature as it falls to the ground, and you see its vines are still kind of writhing and moving, even though the creature itself is very plainly dead or on the cusp of expiring. A lot of its kind of appendages haven't quite gotten the notification and are still kind of just moving and curling. I walk over. I walk over to where Fern is. I'm like. Are you all right? Jesus. Oh, I'm just fire. fire. Oh, how fire. are you? Fire. fire. Oh, like to burn it up? Burn it, burn it all. I'm fucking done. Oh, yeah, just they slashing should. at it with the claws then. I just fire, fire, fire. Yeah. send. Uh, Leave no trace. Use my mage hand to send the flames down to the creature and set it on fire from the from our campfire. You're pushing your campfire down. Pushing the campfire oh, down. That's like cool. Set that it on fire. is rad. Okay. And as I do that, I'm just gonna <sighs> leap down and, and run towards Ladna. Okay. As you all begin to press into carving into it, and as you burn through, you 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 see that there is an aspect of its body that is trying to 
retether. You see part of it is attempting to regrow, but as your flaming claws and yourself kind of beginning to to push all this this flame and like magical fire towards its body, it prevents that process until you find kind of the heart of where it is. And it's this like hard, almost baseball-sized acorn-like center of it. And you just kind of pull it forth and crush it in your flaming claws. And as you do, you remove like all the hanging tethers off of it, and the whole thing just immediately seems to turn to a grayish color. And all the extremities that were still twitching go lax. Are there any fairy nubs uh, on the outside? Make an investigation check. Oh, what a good idea. Yeah, little bulbs. Yeah. That's uh, 10. 10? Yeah. Uh, you, f- you find the one that was trying, but it's yeah. it's way too underdeveloped. Uh, that looks like a potato. <laughs> very sorry. I, I definitely misjudged that situation. What do you mean? Very much. No, we were that just was asleep honest. and it attacked us, right? Oh, you guys were asleep. Well, we woke up because we thought there was a, a fairy. So I went to go, you know, get rid of it, and then it turned into something else. <laughs> or it was something else the whole time, rather. <laughs> Well, you gotta trust your instincts. I don't know if I should. <laughs> you should trust your instincts. <laughs> I'm gonna give two peck scritchies with the fur. <laughs> peck? Peck scritchies. Peck scritchies. Oh, big boy. Fight it. <laughs> Be cool. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Um, I'm so sorry. FCG, can you help Lana? Uh, well, she's already dead. No. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, of course. What do you need? You need some healing? I guess I can heal everybody a little bit, right? Do, a little, do you have like that? You can sit down for a minute. I do. I mean, are we gonna? How deep were we in this? Sleep? About what time of day is it? Oh, this is this is still very dark out. It is. Oof. It is. That was the first watch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the end of, end of the first watch. So you're still pushing right at about. No. I'm trying to remember from last time. Yeah, I thought so too. It's a compromise and call it second watch. Well, in any case, regardless, can we just take a long rest. It's still finishing up the watches for the night. But I mean, can we add to our long rest and just start it over again? Oh, I don't think breakfast. we'd start it over, it would be finishing out the long rest. How does that work? I would say with the exertion that's happened here, it would have to be kind of more or less a kind of a reset of the long rest. Oh, okay. Second watch? Okay. okay. So we'll say just it would be sleeping in a bit for the morning. Because you guys did go to bed a little early last mm-hmm. evening, so it was probably going to be like, a, like at the cusp of dawn waking up. Now you can kind of push a few more hours past that and still get your long rest. Great. Yes. So do you need some healing, or? Oh, I think I'll be all right. Mm. You were amazing, by the way, immaculate. That, that's like uh, throwing the boulders around? Incredible. Probably no one was inside when that happened. I mean, what was it like? In there? Oh. Dark. Slimy. Prickly. Yeah. Mm. Smelled a little like eucalyptus, actually. Yeah, yeah no, a little bit. Oh, very comforting. Yeah. There. <laughs> actually, you Sounds just felt all warm and yeah. wrapped up and safe. Mm. Getting out was odd. There was that like whole pressure that like. Oh, take some of it off. Does it burn when I touch it? It gives a tingling sensation, but you you get the sense that it it's a combination of mixture between whatever like digestive fluids were inside of it and whatever. 
blood-like fluid has been sprayed around its vicinity. So whatever sort of extremely dangerous aesthetic property has been greatly diminished in that mixture. Okay. Definitely burned a little bit. Yeah, no, it definitely burned. Uh, you don't want to keep any of this then? In like a vial or whatever? Well, I, I don't think it would hurt. Just in I mean, case. Yeah, I'll just scoop some off of FCG. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah, it. Gross. And then I'll just press a digitation and clean him up and get some of that goo off of everybody that was inside, if you don't mind. Nope, nope, don't mind at all. You're in skin. Oh my oh, yeah. god, that's right. <laughs> oh, she's so is blue. Oh yeah, she is, she is like deep navy nightcrawler blue. All, all yeah. over, has like, all or lo- just? Just the skin. About. Just my skin, but my hair but is the, still purple. Your still is like your purple lavender coloration. I mean, it looks very cool. It actually, yeah, but, it's very. I mean, what? Ha- what? Ha- how did? Why? Did I don't that know. Happen? I just, I just cast a spell, and then that's never happened before. Oh no! Are you losing your magic? Because we we left the city, and now you've lost your powers. I don't think that's. <laughs> if anything, oh, it's just like more powers. Yeah. Power to yeah, turn yeah. blue. <laughs> how big were those boulders that boulders? she picked up? Were they like? Uh, Orum size or larger? No, they would have been less than orum size. They would probably would have been about fifteen to twenty pounds. Yeah, okay. each. So about like a good solid, yeah, you know, like like a like a heavy shock put, if not. Uh, Damn, big ass kettlebell. Yeah, big ass kettlebell. Actually, it's be a good reference. Do, do you do you? Can you do anything? Do we do anything? I don't. I don't. Does it hurt? I don't feel any different. I'm just. Um, weird shit happens to me, I just go to sleep and hope that it goes away in the morning. I mean, it never does, but I just hope it goes away. I mean, I don't know how it could get worse. I mean, it could get worse. (laughs) Oh, God. No, are you turning into a a werewolf? werewolf. (laughs) You're beautiful on the inside, just as you are on the outside, no matter what. It would be weird if you turned into a werewolf, though. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be weird. Why? It's, well, it's just, you know, it's a lot of. Uh, it's not that you're. You would just be unexpected. And then it's a two werewolf group, and then it's just. Right, I mean, the balance you know. would be thrown off. Okay. <laughs> you gotta let your thing be your thing. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Maybe it'll go away after a good night's sleep. And if not, I'm sure we can. Find somebody in the next town to, to undo this, unless you decide you really like it. Next time you um, see it, it's it's, I guess it's a vibe. I have to see in a mirror, and I don't really know what I look like. I mean, do you? It's this a vibe. has never happened before. Never. That's for sure. Do you? That the rock thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done that before. I mean, never with two at once. Maybe it was overkill. No, I mean the weird purple. Oh, the rock! The, the, the oh my God! Is or it was it this rocks? one? Is oh. it the? W- you have one in your head. I've got so, so many, many weird rocks. rocks on so many. <laughs> Wait, what? Where did you get all rocks? these rocks? Well, Did I miss one? We got some from. There was a. We got one from the bunny rabbit. Yeah, that's the one in my the hair. One from. From the the, the creature. What creature? I just the big the, mother. The shade mother. Oh, the you know what that one that does? <laughs> no, we haven't checked we, it, it, it 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 transforms. It, God, that's right. <gasps> it transforms you. Into what? I don't Rock. know. How do you, oh. It's part of that, that, that face stone or something. You're dying. Let me smell you. 
Chad, you, you don't smell moldy like she did. Do you need oh, me to good. identify it for you? Identify me? No! Oh, well, maybe you I should. You identified this. I did. And okay. you already identified this. So we're good. We're good. <laughs> I'm as identified as, could you identify me? Uh-huh. Would that work? Here, but, look at me. Okay, I'll put down my lens and try to magically glean what is Imogen. <laughs> <laughs> You've you've already mind melded. You don't glean any additional information. <laughs> I'm just me. My just my lens sort of uh, magnifies the pores on your skin. Oh God, stop it! Well, it's just you should probably exfoliate. Really? <laughs> just a little. Really bit. There's a few, there's a few blackheads. I don't mind. I don't mind. Don't. No, I'm walking away from that. Okay. Walking away from that. No violence. Oh wow, that was a good one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Whoever you are, I am so sorry. God. It just feels so. It's you want to feel cleaner? Open. Not okay. Rotten butter. Just the white coming out of the blue skin. Stop! Oh! So who's taking who's taking watch? I will just to get away from this. I'll, okay. But I like to perch. Well, that's in there now. Fuck. So you have you have, you have about an hour okay, in this yeah. form yeah, still, yeah. right? So yeah, so you take that. That's Fifty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I think of before I die. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we'll continue this. We'll say this is a continuation of Second Watch. So uh, if you want to go ahead and roll a perception check, with advantage because you're smelling for the air. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. The rest of you more exhausted folk immediately. Get some sleep. Yes. Yes. Uh, Face plant in the dirt and immediately pass out. I leave a little halo of flowers around Lamna's head. She passes Aww. out to get rid of some of the decomposition smell. Oh, well, that's that's always there. That's a constant. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get used to it? How long did it take? I don't even smell it anymore. I don't smell it. Kind of like it. <laughs> it's earthy. It's musky. Yeah. It's from the earth. It's like fallen leaves. Have some more flowers. <laughs> All right, we'd like to take the third watch for the evening. I can do it. As you revert back. I'll, I'll, I'll do it too. Okay, both of you. Go both of me perception checks, please. While you go ahead and walk her in a circle three times before <laughs> finding <laughs> sleep. Oh. Oh, no. Four. Four. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. You both carry on for the third watch. Feeling pretty confident that you've been keeping an eye out here. The mists have grown thick. The temperature has grown coldest it gets before the dawn hits. We already killed everything in the area that would come to get us here, so I think we're safe. <laughs> Unless the noise like called creatures from further around and now they're on their way. Oh. <laughs> that's, uh, that's possible. But I'm looking and I don't see shit, so I think we're fine. Yeah, I think we're fine. I don't yeah. see anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be seen again. First hour into your oh, watch, no. you notice the Ladies. surrounding jungle beginning to grow slightly brighter and brighter. As the sun begins to melt, and as you are sleeping further into the day, you do take the first few hours of morning, 
of your final watch here as the morning light does greet the jungle. Still choked by the thickened canopy above, but nevertheless, you do have some visual presentation around you as you begin to prepare yourselves for the journey ahead. Until eventually the rest of you begin to come to consciousness, you can all take your long rest. Yay! Oh my god. Thank you. Never again. Thank you for Who am I coming. Kidding? Okay. I wake up just a little bit earlier than everybody else. I'm already working furiously. <laughs> a pile of wood chips nearby. <laughs> it's small, exquisite, mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, may I do a little quick look around for any herbs? Sure. Go ahead and make a, uh, a nature or medicine check. Oh, would you like some help with that? I would love some. All right. I'll I'll just help her. Okay. So you have an advantage in the rule. Okay. I'm gonna put that one away because it hasn't been rolling well. <laughs> That's not much better. <laughs> um. Uh. What was it? Nature. Or nature medicine? or medicine. Your choice. Okay. Eight. Oof. Eight. Uh, you walk around a bit, and you kind of—it's tough in this area because a lot of the, the the plants around here are more like larger. Pardon the term, ferns, um, and other things that lack any sort of medicinal quality. You do find one odd clump of kind of kind of destroyed vegetation that. Has this this unique kind of almost like a sap, like a dark brown sticky sap, coming out of it, and uh, as you kind of go toward it, touch it, it kind of tingles the end of your fingers. And as you go up to check and see what she's found, you realize, oh, this is just the body of the thing you killed last night. Oh. None of this is useful. Oh, oh, oh! I thought it was something. Okay. It did look weird. It did. It did. Okay. The horses are getting somewhat restless, and you hear like the. Am not I too still far. blue in the morning? You are still blue. Oh no. Why? Well. Clear, uh, clear pores, though. Do you need me to? I don't know if I can do anything today, but if this persists, maybe tomorrow I could do something, some sort of spell to restore you in a lesser way to your former self. Maybe, maybe? I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. Kind of vibe, honestly. I know. I don't. I don't mind it horribly, but I mean, it doesn't hurt at all. But yeah, I mean, if if it starts to affect me in some other way, I certainly. Yeah. Did the creature do anything to you? Uh, not, not that I know of. Wow. What? It's just you're very blue. Well, I, you know, it kind of reminds me of those. Um, remember when we were walking through the street and we were in like the red light district and we saw those tiefling women who were like doing the little burlesque dances mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and they had like the beautiful oh, yeah, skin, yeah. And, like red. Little like um, titty tassels. Those oh, should I get some titty tassels? You should totally get some titty tassels. All right. I mean, it's a it's a vibe, sure. Yeah, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Maybe when we're in the next town, I can look at some titty tassels. All right. <laughs> but I can make some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got this red yard. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, if we're going full crafting, we are literally surrounded by trees and leaves. They're basically nature's titty tassels at that point. <laughs> this is like my little gal lumberyard, so you just say it and you'll have some, some wooden titty wood tassels. tassels. Wooden titty tassels. <laughs> Well, if you can carve, trees, like, you know, two little hearts, <laughs> you know, and then and then Imogen right. could add, we, or I you can, could, Lana could add some flair. Little, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about mm-hmm. to say that it was like having Dorian around, but all coherent thought left about 30 seconds ago. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I go yeah. Yeah. I'll pick up, I'll pick up some scrap really pieces of wood <laughs> that are around the campsite and just tuck right, them well, back right. behind my, my harness, and as I wander just a little bit over, on the map, is that little toadstool house anything, or is it just something that made it onto the map, or is that a secret thing that we should explore? This here? Yeah, yeah. that thing. Yeah. Uh, so you go over and, and approach that. <laughs> uh, you you walk up towards it, and you've you've like kind of seen something like this far off in the jungle, but this is the closest you've been to one. You see this cluster of large fungus that grow to about three feet tall, so like just a little, little below your height. Um, the, the center of it, you can see this kind of dull grayish coloration striated as it goes up, and where the cap is, it has this, this odd, uh, dark, dark purple coloration to it. Does it smell like fungi? Make it, you can make a medicine or a nature check if you'd like to try and identify it. I'll use advantage with my nature check. Come on, okay. 14. 14. You're not entirely certain what this is, um, but it's definitely of a fungal variety. Mm, poke? Does it do anything? You poking? With the wood chisel. Okay. Yep. You poke it, and you watch as the cap kind of retracts in slightly. <laughs> A cloud of spores <laughs> showers around you. <laughs> I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. For okay. Oh shit! Oh, no. Jenny, you coming? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Make a death save. Um, you only take eight points of poison damage. Oh, holy shit! And your senses go fuzzy for a second, almost like you're instantaneously drunk, like you would just, you're you're four cubs deep in a tavern and you shake it off and you still feel a little woozy and a little nauseous, but you feel like, you feel like you're, you're glad, you're glad you're hardier than maybe some other folk and you kind of stumble away for a moment. So those years. You all right? You okay? Yep, there's a cap. There's a cap of fungus over there. Don't touch them. They go poof. <laughs> good trip or bad trip? Bad, good. I don't know. It depends on how you feel when you're like this. Do you feel bad or good? You would know. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll get back to you in an hour. Everything's kind of moving. Y'all need to quit tipping the earth. Oh. How about we get him on the, the car? Earth? It's yeah, flat. It's what is that? Is there like a stone or something in front of a tree? Uh, th- that right there is a a piece of of ruined terrain. Do you want to investigate yeah. it? Oh, oh really? Guys, you're gonna start paying attention. To this we shit. should pay attention to these. Go ahead and uh, make an investigation check. We'll check out everything. Matt, what? Oh, fuck. 
I'll Anybody assist on that. Yeah, I'm interested. Oh, yes? you're doing. Yeah, what are we investigating? Mm. No. What are you looking for? I hope as well. I will guidance you. Oh, great. We don't. Jesus. Add a d4. It doesn't even matter. With advantage. With fucking advantage. <clears throat> it's a rock. Um, nine. Good okay. night. You, in, you inspect it, and uh, there's not much to find here. You can see what looks to be elements of a long, toppled structure, whether it uh, is nearby or was jettisoned here, you're uncertain. Looking around, it stands out a little odd in the vicinity of what is a very, very heavily wooded, dense jungle area. Um, it looks old. Does anyone know anything about ruins in this area? Have y'all heard anything about it? Is anyone here proficient with history? I am. Go ahead and make a history check. I will say, with even though you're proficient with it, I'll say disadvantage because you are not familiar yeah, with Marquesian sure. history I'm as much. Proficient as well, but uh, historical events, legendary people, or ancient kingdoms. I rolled. Wow. Uh, you, have, you would have advantage when it comes to specifically pertaining to a certain type of creature. Got it. This is fascinating. Oh, that's it. Ooh. I rolled two 19s. Whoa! So that's a 26. Whoa! 26. Um, you don't know specifically anything about, about any what this might pertain to, but even looking at elements of it, you do recognize that there are elements of old elfish architecture visible in some of the curvatures of the stones, some of the, the details and markings that are on kind of the the merge points where what looks to be a pillar, some sort of a load-bearing pillar. Um, it's at an angle which tells you that it didn't crumble, but it landed at an odd angle. And the cracking of it means that it probably landed with a heavy impact. Um, and it's just a piece what? of wall or structure yes. with that carving design on uh, it. It's stone? Uh, it is stone. It is elvish oh. in nature, and it looks Based on just the elements of erosion here, it is very old, like pre-calamity old. Whoa! I'll do a 360 and see if there's any more to be seen. Are there words or anything on it? Is there writing on it that you saw? It's Elven. I don't speak. It's it, it's. There's no language going across no. it. It's just okay. the arch. He just recognized the architecture okay. based on his history check. And that's a 20. 20 for perception. Mm -hmm. Okay. Looking around here in the early morning, you do not see any other signs of similar architecture. Well, I let them know that. You yeah. did, I will say, with a high enough history check, you do know that at least in Marquette, there were some, there were some climactic elements that happened during the Calamity that scarred the landscape heavily. You do recall that what is now the Rumadam Desert was not a desert, but a jungle itself. And at one point there was a flourishing uh, elf and orcish society in the desert that was essentially wiped off of Exandria in one fell strike by a betrayer god. And your mind tells you hmm? the whole city just like that? The whole city in the jungle that's now a desert. This is debris. Looks real. Oh, debris, yeah. Yeah, it's like who's Dupree? You'll <laughs> <laughs> find out soon. I got a bit tonight. I got to go, Well, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I'm, I think we're looking at history. Just 
microscope and touch it. Yeah. Just never been around anything this ancient before. God, are all the horses there? You go and check on the horses from the night before, oh God. and they're all accounted for your fire. That's Is there any unheard of. part of the ruin like that's like can, can be broken off? Anything we can <laughs> take with us from the ruin? Maintain some. Um, I want to take a piece of it with me. Is there anything? A piece of history. Well, it's just sitting here in the middle of a jungle. Yeah, you know, it's not if, gonna like, go, what else is it going to do? If it was part of a museum, I certainly wouldn't try. Yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead, if you have the tools, or somebody has the tools, like a hammer and chisel. Um, oh. Laudna, can I borrow your hair? Oh! oh she has a hair. It just rip out a piece of hair. Uh, not actually your hair, I meant the hammer at <laughs> you. Oh, that, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck. Okay, uh, it takes you a little bit of time, but uh, it looks like, I will say for the purposes of this, uh-huh. um, just go ahead and roll a d20. Um, and add either your strength or dexterity modifier. Every archaeologist in our inner. Because you are not proficient. I, know. Well, I just wanted to get it like looked at. I'm not. Yeah. No, it's great. I'm Let's go. To... This is not a real place. We're fine. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Should we leave uh, him now? Like, take some what photographs. What is it? A, a strength, strength or, or a dexterity dex? modifier? Uh, Nineteen. Okay, even yeah, so, uh, it's it's a little rough. Anything that would be easy to pick off has already eroded over time. Um, so everything that, that still remains and still holds its place here is fairly solid. So you have to go ahead and kind of check at which angles the existing details, the, the long kind of eroded details of it might give you a, a, a point that you can hammer at the right angle and cause part of it to crack off and still be identifiable, that carries some semblance of the architecture with you. And you manage to do so. It takes you a good 15 or 20 minutes, especially with some help of your friends, to kind of gauge it. And you get a piece about this big that you can see kind of carries in it part of the arch, uh, carries in some of the scrolling, and kind of, as best as you could feel comfortable carrying, that would possibly survive the trek as long as you have something to keep it in. Okay. Should we leave a note? <laughs> no, I think we should just head out. <laughs> what okay. would you say in the note? Dear, dear, uh, uh, Per, per, uh, Ancient civilization. Or, or no, I was just going to say, dear explorer, uh, who's who's studying history. If this piece that we've taken could solve the riddles of <laughs> of history, uh, you can contact us at Lordash Trust. Lordash I'm going to start carving this right into the wall. No, 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 let's go. Let's go. All right, let's mount go. up. All right. You gather your supplies and one by one take to the backs of your horses once more, beginning to carefully trot back towards the main road, leading you northward. I give some nose nuzzies to surf floppers. Good boy. Got like lip bites at your cheek a little bit. Top of heart. You just hear, ooh, Barracuda. This image sings to herself, trotting off. Deeply blue. Somebody had a knife. Oh, Indeed. 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 You look like a vinyl oh, album. It. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing. Trekking back towards the safer roads to complete what is hopefully to be your final day of travel towards Hartmore Hamlet. Mm. 
as you just begin to see the edges of the jungle give way to rising bogland, wetland, and the trees that dot the marsh of the Hartmore itself. And we're going to take a break. Oh. We'll be back here shortly to pick up from that point. Um, but yeah, thank you for chilling with us. We'll see you shortly. Yes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we're often told that talking about our emotions can be dramatic, unnecessary, or unproductive. But in actuality, when you repress negative feelings, it can be extremely taxing on the brain, so much so that it impairs logical, productive decision-making. Now, listen, I-, I am proof of this. I often am very overwhelmed when I look at my calendar and see a long, never-ending list of things to do, and I can just feel my brain wanting to shut down and telling me not to do any of it. But the minute I start to talk to someone about my stress and I can brainstorm the best order to go about my day, my task paralysis starts to disappear. So if there is something taxing on your mind that you need to try and talk out, try BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is entirely online, making it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And to get started, you just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Critical Role. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Being far away from family is never easy, and sometimes it's hard to fully catch up via texts or calls or FaceTimes. But one picture is worth a thousand words, and with Aura Frames, it's never been easier to share your cherished moments with your long-distanced relatives. Aura is a Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frame that allows you to beautifully showcase all of your favorite memories in one display. To set it up, all you have to do is connect your Aura Frame to Wi-Fi, and then use the Aura app to add an unlimited amount of photos and videos from anywhere in the world. With my family in the South and myself here in LA, I bought an Aura frame for my mom, and she is always so excited when I upload new pictures of my travels, my friends, my husband, and of course, any adorable pictures of our dog Omar. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames. Dot com. Use code CRITICALROLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. 
Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Oh, hey there. Laura Bailey here to tell you all about the glorious goods we create inspired by our stories. Our stores are filled with the basics, like character-inspired t-shirts, dice sets, and pins, as well as more specialty items like fancy jackets, puzzles featuring gorgeous artwork, the comfiest joggers and pajamas ever, and much, much more. There's also a few special items that support charity efforts, like our dedicated Critical Role Foundation merch. You can check out all of our regional online stores by visiting the Shop tab on CritRoll.com, or head straight to the U.S. store at shop.critroll.com. Every purchase helps support our shows and the stories we tell. Speaking of which, let's get back to the story. And welcome back. <laughs> so, as you all trek away from your evening of not quite as restful sleep as you would have hoped, you get back onto your horseback and head towards the main road and begin to lead your way towards the Hartmoor itself. Beginning to transition from the thick jungles that you've been familiar with here in the Odiran Wilds, you watch as the marshlands progressing deeper, deeper into these wetlands. The tall, robust jungle trees begin to give way to curled, draping behemoths and towering, tangled mangroves that rule this sodden and oddly beautiful landscape and its comparably dreary atmosphere. You see vibrant, deep greens mingle with the masses of gray moss to present a uniquely earthy patchwork of colors and textures along the bog-swallowed hills that surround you. Now, the main road and path, it looks like it has been continuously filled with gravel and dirt to maintain an elevated road, but even at times, to the immediate right and left, it drops off into just marsh water. You can see the occasional root growing through, and there are all manner of hills that rise up beyond, but the heavy fog, which I should hit here, um, does choke the vision. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Make me make you make constitution saving throws for the cold. <laughs> Chokes the far distant visibility beyond about three or four hundred feet, where you can just see the shadows of distant swamp trees. Pushing forward, though, you do see this is a well-worn trek, and even maybe the first hour of your journey into the marshlands here in the Hartmoor, uh, you can hear the distant sound of horse hooves, as what looks to be a small grouping of four horses and two carts begin to pull up alongside you. You kind of set off to the side, and you can see a group of hooded figures kind of nod as they pass on heading southward into the wilds from where you once came. Pushing on about halfway through your day of travel. Did they look heavily armed or anything? Make perception check. <laughs> Come on, least... I'm just gonna let them go by. That's all right. Should we at least tell them like, watch out for fairies? No. Uh, no. I'll just do one roll. Uh, no, Fifteen. Because that's not what it was. There were no fairies. I, I know. Um, they don't. They don't look any more armed than people that are traversing dangerous terrain. You do not see heavy armor. You do not see mercenary attire. You see standard clothing with general travel protection, leathers, leather armor, um, but from what you can tell, it does not appear to be scuffed or scarred. Um, the weapons are sheathed and are there, you know, just as a def- 
a protective mechanism, but you do not get the sense that they are, you know, crazy armed. Yeah, they do not. Look like they're 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 out here with dubious intent. Did they were they look look they're they're traveling or were they um, protecting like cargo? The two carts that you can see traveling behind them both were covered, and you can see like 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 thick tarps were placed over them and kind of uh, tied down with ropes to different rivets along the way. Um, differing levels, you couldn't probably tell what's being carried in them, but it looks like they were bringing with themselves some some sort of materials, whether it be for trade or transport. Excuse me. Anything to note from the direction you're coming from? Any dangers to be wary of? You're shouting this as they're passing you, like yeah, just, this? Yeah. yeah. And look back and look over at you. Stay on the road. You too. <laughs> the fairies aren't real. <laughs> kind of looks over. <laughs> and keeps going. That was good, man. Keep an element of mystery. Can't do it all for them, you know? I don't know. Few hours of additional travel from there. The small plants around you definitely start carrying more unique color. You can see maroon undertones in patches of moss and clusters of fungus that begin to show up at the edges of some of these hills. You can see kind of small cliffs that begin to rise up, where swamp trees twist upward and then kind of bend down, leaving these long draping vines and boughs that leave these kind of grayish, almost lavender-colored, moss-like leaves that drift down and actually touch the surface of the water and go below. You can watch as uh, the water itself is often disturbed by fish or other things that lurk beneath, just ripples kind of shifting outward. Uh, You, uh, Orem, notice a little ways up ahead, there is a small, lazy trail of smoke. This little plume that is kind of drifting a little ways off the left-hand side of the road. So veered away from the line of the road that we're on. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, maybe some people stopped off in that direction. You see that? Can I see anything? As you guys kind of like get slowly closer, you begin to see, because uh, the pathway where the, the road itself is on, sometimes it's very thin, and they've actually had to kind of carve out and maintain uh, a pockmarked, perpetually challenging portion of roadway that is fighting erosion and just falling into the swamp. And you can see there's like older packed dirt versus newer, fresher dirt and gravel that's constantly being put on to maintain it. Other areas widen up and become comfortable, where it looks like either a hill has been somewhat shaved or you actually follow the road up over towards a top hill where there is you know, uh, small gatherings of trees and a semblance of more natural forest and, and jungle and around here before it descends back into the swamp. Um, this area rises up slightly, and as you glance off the side of the path, you see maybe about 30 or feet off what looks to be an often stopped at resting point. You can see there's an, uh, an area where a few trees have been cleared. You can see there are four or five spots where it looks like uh, small stone circles have been placed where there is blackened charcoal left behind and dirt. Uh, looks like many camping spots are maintained in this region, and there you see a handful of horses, and it looks to be a small group of five figures that are uh, currently picking up their camp, and you see one of them is currently like throwing dirt onto the fire. Uh, but the road continues onward in the direction you've been traveling. How much farther to the Hartmoor? Uh, one of them kind of stands up, you see a 
uh, a female silver-scaled dragonborn. Um, and most dragonborn you've seen are, are, are broader, but this one has a very like thin, almost snake-like, um, like lithe physicality to them. Uh, her, her neck is tall, and the head itself has comes to like this this very kind of striking point. Um, these these very bright golden eyes that peer through these like side slits. Uh, as the bundled hood that sits around the shoulders kind of pushes back as she stands up. Uh, you have maybe about three hours this way. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. Mm. Of course. Do they all look like they were dressed anything remotely cloaks or anything like the people that we saw previously? Any perception check. <laughs> Could I use advantage for perception because I'm looking and smelling and all sorts of stuff? You could try it. You'd say if you want to smell if they smell similar to them, but you yeah, get that sure. advantage only as your scent of keen sense. Okay, fine. Uh, just a twelve. Yeah, they smell like they've been traveling for a long time and <laughs> probably need a bath. <laughs> Where are you all coming from? Uh, we are traveling from the south. Oh, are we traveling to the south? I know. Very different travel. Did we come from the south? So far, it seems. The weather has been helpful. It's the kind of smiles, the toothy grin that curls across the face, holding her hand out to gesture the lack of rain. Um, but indeed. Uh, what about your companions? Where do you come from? Uh, recently, Jusar. Very well. Good luck. Stay safe. Avoid the fairies. They're not real. Even those who are real should probably be avoided. Mm. Mm. Starts going Wait, back to. What's your name? What's your name? My name is Hutchin. Hutchin? These are my companions. And she turns back over her shoulder, and you get a kind of a closer view. The other ones are kind of keeping a little huddled away. They're a little. You get immediately the sense that uh, some of them are not very trustful, um, and one of them is not even paying attention. You see what looks to be a, a male uh, Qatari, uh, but of an Egyptian cat variety, hairless, um, with just this kind of heavily wrinkled kind of gray skin across the head, big pointed ears off to the sides, and bright yellow wide eyes and small kind of pursed cat-like nose in the front, themselves wearing a big thick leather mantle and like another bundled cloak, similar coloration as to the one that Hutchin is wearing. You can see them kind of putting a hunter's bow over their shoulder and is kind of just staring at you as their eyes narrow, kind of just inspecting each of you as they go. You see a human female who has a, a, a drum kind of tucked under the side of their travel garb, just general like travel clothing. Um, you see them put together a hunting knife away, and you can now notice that one of the things that they're currently wrapping up looks to be a mostly cooked, uh, partially eaten body of some sort of a jungle cat that has been like skinned, cleaned, and has been prepared for travel. So you get a sense of some sort of a hunting aspect to this troop. Uh, you do see a small male goblin as well that has a small upturned nose. Uh, it's kind of wide and pressed against the center of the face, um, and these uh, almost like a, like a light pinkish color, almost red eyes that you think are bloodshot at first, but it's just kind of the coloration they have that contrasts against the uh, almost like faint yellow green coloration. Um, they're just 
staring and picking up equipment quietly before they turn away. And you see to the very back, currently grabbing the horses and petting them and hasn't even noticed your arrival here, you see a tall female Firbog with a big, bushy black mane of hair that just kind of comes out of her head and pours past the shoulders, and it completely, for the most part, covers her eyes. You do not see the eyes, you just see the nose and mouth kind of poking out from underneath, and she's currently like brushing one of the horse's manes. <laughs> At this point, touching kind of looks over the rest of you. And you are? Oh, uh, my name is Fern. We're, we're Bell's Hells, uh, that rather than introducing all, all of us individually, we're just traveling through. You have a name. Uh, what, sort, uh, what sort of work do you do to have a, a name? <laughs> we're multi-talented. It really depends on the situation where, you know. Performers? Oh, well, not, hey, not particularly. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, if the job calls for it. We could be diplomats. We could be mercenaries. Freelance life. Mm. Anything you want. Jacks of all trades. Mm -hmm. That is useful. Yeah. There's always a chance one of us knows how to solve a problem. Mm. And you are working within the wilds, heading to the hamlet, I presume, seeing as how you're traveling along the Daldale Road. I'm going to throw a quick detect thoughts on uh, on maybe the Qatari? On the Qatari? Yeah. Okay, so you kind of like wheel up closer, and uh, so as with any, so the the components for the spell are. Oh boy. A copper piece. I got. I eat those for breakfast. So there's no verbal. Oh, verbal somatic, and yeah, it's everything. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so. Infantile. That's how I cast spells. When you're when you're imagining me. That's how I do it. <laughs> so, given the fact that you are, it is all very much kind of like no other people within visual distance in the middle of a center road in the, in the deep portion of this solitary bog, a group of hunters that are keeping a very close eye on your troop, and you're going to begin casting this spell. I didn't realize it was all of those things, but I've already committed. Oh no. Okay. Yes. As you begin to cast the the. The uh, dragonborn hatching is. And what is this one doing? Performing. Who knows? <laughs> Be careful, he might break into a song. He does that sometimes. Make a deception know. check. <laughs> deception check? Or... Might go easier if you actually start singing. Can we give him advantage since we gave him the lie? No. <laughs> Nine. Ten, ten. Nine. Can FCG get advantage if they sing? Actually, sing right now, sing something entertaining. If it was anyone but Sam, I'd say yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's too easy. I'm trying, to, trying to make it work. Never mind. The the Dragonborn continues to smile, but the eyes do kind of narrow for a second. Uh, but you do finish completing casting the spell, mm -hmm. so you get some surface thoughts. Surface thoughts are interesting, but uh, I don't trust this. Mm. We should get moving. Mm. Look at the things and get moving. It's more like a, a protective, defensive mistrust. What do you, you want to go deeper, or are you going to keep it at that? Uh, it lasts for a while, right? Yeah. A minute, and they know if if you dig deeper, right? That's right. Yep. So maybe I'll just wait until we're leaving before I dig deeper. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what do you all do? Uh, we are 
travelers who wander these paths, uh, taking work we're able, selling what we find as we go. Uh, not quite as prolific as the array of skills that you have acquired, but uh, you know, we find work where we can within the lands. What's your destination today? Us? Uh, I believe we are heading the same direction, actually. Mm. We come to the Artmore uh, not terribly often, but when the work calls us here, yes. Well, we've had trouble on the road. Uh, I don't know if you'd mind, but certainly safer to travel together in larger numbers. I don't know if that sit right with you. Make a persuasion check. Uh, 12, 12 plus nothing. 12 plus nothing. Oh. I'll tell you what, and I mean this in no disrespect, you look, um, glances over at your hammer, <laughs> glances over at the, whatever this is. Pop a lock. We, it's not that we feel uncomfortable in the presence of mercenaries, but uh, there is benefits in at least watching each other's back. How about we travel in tandem? A bit, just a bit of distance, but we can, uh, if one or the other needs help, we can call for aid. But just for our own edification and knowledge of how dubious some travelers can be without earned trust, keep enough distance to be comfortably apart. I think we'd find that amenable. Prudent but helpful. Very nice. Very well. Is that all right? Do you have anything fun for sale? (laughs) (laughs) Her definition of fun gets very fascinating, I might add. Well, we predominantly work out of Vichy, but we do travel as far south as the Kanak Gulf within the Hellcatch Valley and up to here and all points in between. So we do occasionally find all sorts of interesting things, and you can see a glimmer in her dragon-like eyes, the gold kind of shimmering with anticipation. What is it you, what is it you find fun? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, so many things. I, I, so many things. I don't think I could even pick one. I think I, I just, if you had any trinkets or, you know, shiny things, or smelly things, or... Tejana! She shuts off, and the, uh, the, uh, the f- Fearbog, who's currently in the process of brushing the horse stops, goes, yeah, Wait, what's going on? <laughs> uh, well, could you bring that bracelet that we found not long ago? Okay, yeah. I'll get that bracelet for you, hold on. I can't get it off my hand. Would you like me to help? Yeah, if you could help me with yes. the bracelet. Orm is trying to catch Fern's eyes and is silently trying to communicate, please don't steal anything. Let me help you. In yeah. Fern's head you hear, please don't steal anything. <laughs> so as the, the, the furbog the walks up to you, uh, kind of hunched forward, but even so, still standing at a good like six foot eight, even with a slight head hunch. Oh. So like kind of looming over you, the black hair just matted. You just, you cannot see the eyes beneath. Just a little poof poking through with a big smile. And goes, hi, yeah, sure we can help. Help me with this. And you can see as she produces her her wrist, there is this like beautiful cluster of beads and gems that are embedded in this kind of like double wrap bracelet around uh, the wrist. As you kind of work towards the Hutchin goes, you need. 
you seem to have got this, and just kind of stands there beside the two of you at the ready. I can do it. Yeah. Go ahead and make a dexterity check for me. Seven. Seven. Okay, so you both kind of fiddle with it back and forth, and there's a little bit of like an odd, <laughs> awkward tug of war. Do you need like a little bit of grease, oil, maybe? The rest of the group finishes packing stuff up. All the two of them just kind of stand there yeah, next to you, reaching. Yeah, yeah, my nails are just so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, here, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get that for you. Okay. And you can see now, uh, Hutchin reaches forward and, <laughs> now, and very forward. deftly, like, flicks it off, unwraps oh, it. This um, was procured uh, on the outskirts of Avishi. It belonged to a, a very well-trained craftswoman who gathered all sort of strange glass beadware and uh, intricate, small, imperfect gems who believed that the imperfections is where true beauty is found. <laughs> and as she gathered these from jewelers who wandered far and wide to craft this one piece that reminded her or whoever carried it from that point forward that there is beauty and that which is unrefined and uncut. <laughs> jams. Oh my goodness. How many Four uncut four. jams are on there? Seven. <laughs> Probably cut by candlelight. <laughs> so well done. We just officially dated this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some jokes stand the test of time. Yeah. Not this one. No. This joke was old weeks ago. <laughs> weeks ago. We're just reviving it. <laughs> well, it's 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 quite beautiful. Well, it'll run you about uh, twenty gold pieces. Oof. Well, it'd be worth much more if you were to get them cut. But also, you would be breaking the poor woman's heart who made them. Well, I don't That's know a, her. Yeah. Are you? Are you? You're thinking about that? Well, no, I just wanted to see kind of what things you were selling. I'll buy it. Very bad. 20 gold It is very much a charm bracelet. No, it's been, it's been a minute, but when, uh, I think, yeah, when Hutchins said that they were heading our way, could I try and make an inside check to see if she was telling the truth or just deciding to follow us where Yeah, make an inside back? check. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen. Good luck to that. Ooh, a little whisper. Yeah. D&D yeah. Beyond. Oh, shit. D&D Beyond's back. Did you know that? Mm, it's it our sponsor again. This is Uncut Gems. I'm an Uncut Gem. You are. I am. Oh. I am an Uncut Gem. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Wow, this is a long whisper. Exactly. <laughs> Big trouble. Big trouble. Wait, what? Oh, Jesus! That was a good Travis gullible. Oh, this was like five minutes away from from full heart attacks. Thank you. Of course. Perhaps when we complete some of our trade in the Hamlet, you might have some more fun trinkets to bring to you to sell. I'm always a fan. Well, would you prefer that we lead the way, or? I think so. You seem to be in a bit more. Armed for the occasion. We're all right. Very well. Uh, collect our things. I believe we're about ready. Um, Dejana, if you don't mind. I'm, I'm almost done. I just gotta go ahead and get the uh, get the saddle. Oh, Do you need some help? Here. I'm going. Yeah, sure help me. Sure. Thank you. 
I'm gonna help get the last saddle on the horse. That's two big women. Horking on a horse. I've never put a saddle on a horse, so I have no idea. Ah, John, very much like, no, you're What's happy I, you need. That's wonderful. That's that's wonderful. Thank and you then for crisscross your crisscross under the belly, right? I've got it. With scraps. Handle the rest of this. You're just you're just a sweet little thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh no. Uh, I'm not going to push any any further with the detect thoughts, but can I just glance at all of their shoes and footwear, Ooh. just to see like if it, they're from Kentucky. If the footwear is uh, super sturdy and probably noisy on floors, or if it's more soft and creepy, like sneaky, like burglar type. Sure, make a perception check. Or a small oh, wooden okay. duck feet. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, perception check? Yeah. 23. 23, that's really good. Uh, no, they are, they are wearing travel boots. Travel they, are, boots. they are rough, they are muddy. They have been, uh, they, have, they have seen the same weather you have on this journey okay. and uh, probably other journeys beyond. So these are definitely kind of rough looking boots. Okay, kinky boots. Kinky boots. Kinky boots. Mm-hmm. Got it. Keep your eyes peeled for fairies. Okay. So we're going the same way. Yeah. Okay. You all kind of gather up, get back on your horses, and trek, and they keep about a <laughs> keep about a fifty or sixty foot distance behind oh, you, right. but do kind of travel in tandem with you along the road. You continue on for a few more hours. No major issue. No challenges, though the temperature begins to get a little warmer and muggier as the day presses on. The humidity in this area definitely surpasses that which you've experienced in some of the other regions of the Odeon Wilds. Uh, The insects are growing more intense. Uh, The mosquitoes are starting to become a serious frustration. Uh, And while the, you know the fogs, usually burn away midday. Here the mists just kind of settle. Where in the early day, the early morning uh, in this region, they're the densest. But as the day progresses, they just subside slightly and then hang. But within a short time, you see the shapes of structures in the distance. And as you approach one large, kind of bowing bridge that curves from the end of one hilltop to another over a uh, 45, 50-foot channel of water that just kind of travels beneath and separates into two larger, open, kind of small lakes of bog water. You can see what looks to be an arched gate and small walls that surround what would be the Southern Gate Ridge of the Hartmoor Hamlet. Southern Gate Ridge. Southern Gate Ridge. All right, I'm going to write that down for some reason. Sure, go for it. <laughs> no, no real reason to, but sure. You don't know. What color do I want to write in? Every time, every time I go to say Hartmore Hamlet, my brain says Hamburger Help. Southern Gate, what? Southern Gate Ridge. Ridge. You approach the front, and the gates themselves are not closed, they're open, but you do see there is stationed there. Uh, a pair of wilders wearing familiar garb from what you're used to seeing in Drusar, but you can see there's a little less upkeep on them. Uh, they're a little thicker, um, and they seem to be more interested in just ensuring that something isn't following you from behind in the nearby block. Mm. But as you approach, one of them kind of looks out. Uh, state your business, please. Afternoon. Um, we've been 
traveling for several days by way of Drasar and are just looking for a place to settle in for a few. Uh, it looks. <laughs> oh, she's with us. Yeah, not a, like a prisoner or anything. She, legit. She had a really rough trip. Yeah. Went off the road. Bad idea. Never go off the road. I turned blue. <laughs> Make a group persuasion check. Uh-uh. <laughs> DC twenty-five. Bing, 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 bing. A group persuasion check. This is just this is a general presentation to the guard. Natural one. Ooh. Ooh. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Fifteen. Sixteen. Nineteen. Eight. Okay. Pretty good overall. Yeah. Overall, not too bad. And this wasn't a very terrible hide, you see. This, this, this was less of a of a whether you get in or not, more of like if they have you tracked or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks you all over. All right. Um, well, uh, welcome, welcome to the hamlet. Uh, there are a few places to stay for the night if you're looking to put your horses up. Uh, there is the dry dock stables over that way. Um, please enter. And kind of just. Ushers for you all to continue inward. Dry dog stables or dry dock? Dry dock. That's the only place to stay in town? No, those are the stables. Those are the stables. Oh, stables. Oh, Is there any news of the hamlet that we should know upon our entry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would need to be more specific on what kind of news you're searching well, for. Just any dangers or general warnings for the population, well, things that we should be aware of? Rules, local <laughs> customs, laws? Greetings. I mean, the same laws of the Chande Quorum are maintained here. Um, just do not travel beyond the walls unless you are accompanied by someone who can defend you or themselves. Sounds like a good deal, us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. No, Any place to stay that you can recommend? Uh, well, uh, probably the easiest place for you to look for would be within uh, Itan Square. Itan, Itan it is Square. the kind of the central. Region of the hamlet. Uh, there you could find the Sodden Grange Inn. Awesome. How would you spell Itan, sir? E T A N, apostrophe S, Itan's Square. Ah, Itan's Square. Itan Square. Grange Inn. Sodden Grange Inn. Got it. Okay. What about the museum in town? Twilight Mirror. Indeed, if you are here to see the Twilight Mirror Museum, you will find that also in the town square on the northwestern side. Why do you do you not like the museum? Enjoy. <laughs> I'm sure it will be extremely informing. Isn't um, oh, it's boring. Estonia? It's no, probably like when all the tourists right, come and horses. buy fireworks and. <laughs> the exhibits all yeah. suck. Check the horses in. And I always like a pamphlet. If you like, go to the right like place, the they've got the wall of pamphlets. Those pamphlets are always fucking great. Sure. Learn a lot. Is there a better mirror? I mean, maybe. I just want to ask if there's an area of learning in this in this town? Uh, in regards, I mean, there are many people who can teach book, trades. Book people, are there book people around here? People who read books? Read book readers. There are mm-hmm. some people who own books and read them, yes. Do they congregate? <laughs> I don't know, I have not met many. You need better friends, I don't know. We're he gestures around and goes, if you are looking for a, a book repository, we're in a fucking swamp. 
<laughs> the books that are here are not long for Exandria. Stable this way. Fair. Yes. Thank you. Oh, and also the folks behind us. They're they're okay. Let them run in. They're with us. I mean, they're not with us. They're with us. They're, they're not really with us. They just guarded our backs as we were coming into town. They were also irritated. All right. Stay safe. Me too. Your knees. Oh my God! We never know. I think Seder needs a double jointed. Oh my God! It's a massive drinking can. I mean, it's absurd. Oh my God! <laughs> High fantasy to the stables. Yeah, to the stables. <laughs> all right. Wait, wait. We didn't. We didn't keep these horses alive, did we? We did so far. So far. Trick is but getting them back. Exactly. It's about the round trip. You can get there. It's getting them back. It's a really hard part. It it's not too hard to find out where the the stables are. They're it's the only like visible livery uh, within this portion of the city, and it's built specifically to be relatively close to the southern dock, which is, or the southern gates, which are it's like the primary entrance. From the main road to the hamlet, um, you can see already. There's a, a maybe like a, a, I'd say a four chamber structure with the central stable area being kind of the raised uh, upper roof area. Um, there's no exterior kind of uh, open front staples, but there is a fenced off portion in the back that is partially under cover. Um, you can see maybe three horses that are currently in there, just kind of chewing whatever. Recent meal has been given to them in small troughs. Um, on the outside, you see, uh, as one person is currently leaving with a horse, a, um, a small uh, goblin, maybe about your size or so, a uh, woman with uh, kind of strong, uh, is it strong, long, stringy, uh, kind of dark black hair with kind of gray and white streaks through it. It looks like it's been. Uh, pulled into like three different ponytail kind of bumps as it goes down to just past the lower back. Work shirt on, and she ends up kind of waving to the person who leaves, turning to the rest of you. Uh, uh, do you need uh, do you need your horses put somewhere? Uh, yes, yes, please. All right. Um, for how long? Uh, uh, Maybe up to a week. So yeah, we're not exactly sure less. how long it could yeah. take. Probably a week. Um, for, uh, for for keep and feed here, it is uh, a one silver per horse per night. Uh, Wonderful. Okay, we can scrape that together. That seems reasonable. Very well. I will keep it's them here, and we will maintain a record, and you just pay upon uh, receipt of your beast. Thirty-five silver. Your beast. Thirty-five silver. Five times five is five times seven. Oh, seven a week. I was thinking yeah. of a oh, business right, week. Right, right. Yeah, business week. <laughs> oh, no. Business week. Right. <laughs> business week. These are our business horses. Just for oh, yeah, we have weekend horses. Yeah. Sounds good. We're good for it. All right. They go around and gather all the different bridles and uh, take your name down, uh, as well as the horse names, and to their ledger and kind of prep them for being kept safely within. The stables there for the for the week that you intend to. Though if you need to take it earlier, they can be mm -hmm. cut earlier. Um, but your horses are taken care of, and the rest of the hamlet is now at your disposal. Be nice as cargo. I would. The horse like oh. gives that bright horse, a white <laughs> horse eye on the side of like. I love you. 
That's cargo's never going to be the same. <laughs> I heard be nice as cargo, and I was wondering what you were planning. That makes nice a lot more sense. A pet heart's head and just oh, whisper, face dreams go on when you close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I love heart too. I love heart. I do too. Um, okay, so. We got a couple things we got to do here. Sure. Now, if we go to the Twilight Museum, doesn't that start the clock? I think it's just checking in. I think would be reasonable letting them know we're here. We don't have to start immediately. It's just hey, we're in town. We're going to get ourselves settled, and then we'll figure out what the fuck the rules are. What the whole what if it deal starts is. the clock immediately as soon as we get there? That seems insane. What if we just book a room, ask uh, about the people we're looking for, and go from there? We could send a message to. Yvonne and let him know that we're here instead of actually just showing up. We just send a oh, message. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll just write in, we're in town. Okay. Write yeah. right here? But send a, uh, I got people who walk to other places and let you know I things. mean, it's literally we just right across the street from the inn, but. Yeah, she was just worried that like there was like a, I don't know what this is, this isn't a thing that exists yeah, in, no, in this world. A, this is a start. This yeah. is a. Thumb war. Thumb war. <laughs> This could start the thumb war. Is what is what. I just don't about. want you know us to do this, and then it all goes south, and then uh, the Lumos twins, Astani, is not here when we when we finish with it or something. I was just going to let them know that we're here. We're not ready to start yet, but we just got into town. Okay. So that seems to be the prudent thing to do. All right, we're going to head towards the end. We're going to head towards the museum. Uh, maybe we'll even split the party. Oh, maybe oh, no. that's what we yeah, do. Yeah, actually. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, who's heading to the inn? Who's heading to the museum? What, what do the people that are not going to the inn need to do? We need to find Astani, uh-huh. who is like mm-hmm. a professor, yeah. or a, a scholar. Boring as fuck. Okay, keep going. What else? Cool, I'm going to the inn. Who's coming with? We also mm. have to get word to the museum, but I guess we do it's that from the inn. It's all in the same the square. It's all in the same square. Let's just go to the square and then see right. what we're we can. Yeah. Easy. yeah. How many rooms? I don't know. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Someone please go with Chutney. Yeah, yeah, no, we're going to get like four rooms. Four yeah. rooms? Good movie. <laughs> That's so true. Four rooms. Sure. Four rooms. Uh huh. Yeah. We did fine with three the other night. Three I just rooms. Want to point out. There we go. Sure. Sure. All right. Yeah. So, so Chetney is just <laughs> getting us rooms. I mean, I'll walk with you to the square, but I mean, I'll take care of the accommodation. I'll don't come work. to the end too because I don't even know where to start to find Astonia. Right. Asleep. I thought okay. we were all going to the end. Yeah, the barkeep. Oh, we're yeah. splitting the party, and both splits are going to the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely buy the rooms for us. That would be uh, much appreciated. Just do one at a time. No That's all I ask. Is like get them there and then get us there at the same time. My God. I'm trying to keep a you know more presentary. Uh-huh. Sure. Yes, very, very much so. Working on it. Woo. Pull my knit beanie down a little tighter. <laughs> Swampy. All right, so we're going to the side and grain. Okay. So walking beyond the Southgate Ridge through the uh, somewhat 
moss-dappled, uh, bog-centric structures and homesteads you see. The, the darkened wood themselves perpetually damp with the moisture that hangs in the air. You can see the, uh, the green growth that kind of gives everything this, this faint, verdant coloration, regardless of what materials they were originally built with. The stone bases and stone structures themselves also giving way to these kind of earthen tones as just weather and nature takes the exterior of it over time. Um, pushing through the somewhat muddy trekked streets and the, the semblance of stone that was placed here long before the descent's been slowly recaptured or sunk slightly enough into the ground where the uh, liquid moss water and mud has seeped in and kind of uh, reclaimed a majority of it. You pass to the other edge of this hill. In this point, you begin to realize that much of this village are these various sized hills that have been cleared off or themselves have been built upon at a higher place, and they are uh, connected through small bridges that hang down or have land bridges that kind of are built up to connect them. Uh, the central area you see labeled by two of the small signs at different points being pointed to as Itan Square. And here you can see the large, what happens to be a large center for business and commerce, obviously. There are dozens of large warehouses and shops uh, that line the muddy streets, um, along with numerous scattered street carts and benches where farmers and crafters sell to nearby passers-by or each other. There's no one excitedly barking. This, this isn't such a lively town as places of Drusar. And even though you see the accommodations here, there is definitely kind of a more casual energy to those who live here. Um, more of a smaller town to put foot traffic? Uh, not a lot at this hour, but you do see there's maybe a dozen or so people out in the open right now that are walking past. You can see in this kind of small uh, kind of gathering space the number of stone tables set out, and you can see two older folk are there in the process of playing some sort of a, uh, a chess-like board game while they're bantering back and forth and arguing over current events or history or whatever else you might think they'll find reason to banter over. Um, but you kind of feel this as the, the comfortable uh, social heart of the Hamlet from what you've seen so far. A little bit. Uh, glancing a little bit around, you do eventually see uh, the sign of the Sodden Grange, which is placed kind of to the northeastern side to the front of the central square here, uh, the actual Etan Square. Trying to make sure that it has enough frontage to draw in any people like yourselves who are traveling from out of town. As you approach this, it's a respectable-looking inn. Um, doesn't have quite the, the grandiose presentation of like the spires by fire, but uh, definitely holds a little bit of a, uh, a stronger and welcoming exterior aesthetic than some of the more rough and tumble places you've stayed on lower parts of the spires in the city you just traveled from. As you step up to the front doors, you do see they do swing. They kind of. Woof, woof, woof as you step inward, and immediately you're met with familiar smells. Uh, uh, dried beers and alcohols on old wood. Uh, what smells like wet leather that has been dried and re-wet. Um, you catch hints of tobacco smoke, and you do see there's an old, 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 rough-looking fellow who's sitting at a table with both of his feet up on there is in the process of lighting up this heavy, dark mahogany pipe that you can see is blackened to the edges from excessive use for years. His big, bushy, gray beard that swallows the bottom part of his face, holding the flame so close, you can't help but be a little anxious, but he obviously knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, 
as you kind of glance, oh, as you step inward, the man finishes, kind of puffing a bit and turns around. Uh, this man, as it turns, the perspective he was at made him look a lot bigger than he was, because now that he turns, you see this is just a halfling fella. Uh, his legs are, are were facing away, and he turns, and they're just a little shorter than you expect. <laughs> and he kind of like steps off the stool a bit, still holding the pipe. Um, his large ears, the hair kind of curling out the sides. Um, kind of takes an additional pop off the pipe and looks towards the rest of you. Uh, well, hello, you certainly uh, new here. You have the eyes and the look of individuals who've been traveling uh, uh, from afar and probably need a place to stay, am I correct in my assumption? Ooh, very. Very observant. Uh, see, that's how you keep a business going. <laughs> um, so how many rooms are you looking for and for how long? How many, we said three for a per room. Three, three, three so rooms. So that was a lot for of questions. Week. How many <laughs> yeah, beds are typically in a room? Uh, we have uh, rooms with one bed and rooms with two beds. Amazing. We'll take four rooms. Four rooms, very well. Uh, that'll be one silver piece per, per room per night. Amazing. So it's four silver here. for a week of seven. Uh, that'll be uh, 28. <coughs> I got it. We have cheaper stay than the horses. Mm-hmm. Bargain. Excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> Horses are also being fed and tended yeah, to. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the package. The, uh, the uh, uh, Sadden Grange, is that right? Sadden Grange Inn, is it uh, one level, two levels? Uh, it's single level. Single level. In fact, you see a lot of the buildings here, you don't see many that are multiple levels. There's, there's a handful, but most everything here is just one floor and is spread out a bit. And you get the sense it's probably because the Anything too heavy on the somewhat soft earth of these hills is likely to sink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that mistake has probably been made more than once in the past. <laughs> I cough up 28 silver. Uh, thank you kindly for Anybody. your patronage. Uh, let me get your keys for you. Brings up this key ring and slowly kind of unhooks it and sets down four keys in the table and points you over to the four rooms. They're not right next to each other, they're a bit scattered, um, but uh, this, this in is surprisingly robust the further back you go. It has a series of winding hallways, and altogether it probably has like 16 rooms. Um, and you get the sense just at the size of a ton square that this inn probably takes a, a sizable chunk of real estate here on the square itself. What is your name, sir? Uh, my name is Dobby. Dobby Kinsman. Aww. Are you the owner of this establishment? I am. Me and my, uh, me and my granddaughter take tend to it. Dobby Kinsman? I imagine you see uh, everyone about town. Do they come here often? Uh, some do from out of town, yes. Within town, they have <laughs> their own homes to get to, but some do come in for a good drink and some socializing. We have a friend in town named Isha Sabanis. Is she staying here? Um. Sorry, uh, Sabanis would not stay here. Oh. <laughs> oh, what do you know of of them? Uh, she is a very wealthy individual. I've not met her myself. Okay. Do you know of someone named Astani? Old Astani, yes, yes. Are, are they staying here? Or do they live no, here? No, no, they, they live here, actually. They have their homestead is uh, over in the Blue Herald's Hill. The, uh, is that far from here? The Moss Light Manor is not far, maybe about a 15, 20 minute oh, walk. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and 
And you said the moss-like. Moss-like manner. Um, and it kind of gives you gives you a description. So it's like it's like a, someone rickety, unkept house, decent size, needs some maintenance. Uh, vines and moss, kind of a gray-brown uh, wood coloration. Some fungus clouding on it. Uh, kind of hard to miss. Thank you. Very much. So sorry. Was it Blue Light Hill and Moss Light? Blue Herald's Hill. Blue Herald's, Blue Herald's Hill. Moss Light Manor. Moss Light Manor. Moss Light Manor. Blue Herald's Hill. Blue Herald's Hill. Blue Herald's Hill. Any tips Moss or tricks Lightyear. for folk who are new in town? Um, I would say, for the for most folk here, don't be too strong in making friends. Uh, people tend to come through here. The more um, they want to earn trust. You understand. Um, and we're far enough out in the middle of nowhere here that some individuals think it's a bit beyond the laws of the quorum. So um, don't take it to heart if folks seem a bit distant and untrusting. What's the population like here? Yeah. Oh, uh, probably in the, just a few thousand. And if we wanted to send a note over to someone, can, well, I, can you arrange that? I was figuring just walking over at this oh, place. Okay. It seems a little silly not to. Do you, uh, a couple questions, yeah. Uh, Twilight Mirror, uh, the, the Twilight Mirror Museum. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> how how close is that, and and what's your impression of that place and, and possibly its owner? Uh, it's not terribly far. You leave the inn, uh, immediately turn right after exiting and follow the edge of the uh, the square and continue on the road that path uh, you'll you'll see it i had a i had a funny feeling <laughs> it's also the post um don't tell me you came here for the museum not directly no we're uh, not to see it just to do a little work okay. i suppose would be very well just want to make sure that you didn't make the trek for nothing oh no <laughs> no, but while we're, while we're here we should probably check it out right i mean it's a it's an attraction, Tourist isn't it? Tourist destination? Uh, We're being it, installed. It is very much uh, what one considered a tourist destination. Um, uh, Ivan is um, a curious, uh, eccentric, but uh, if that's what you're into, uh, <laughs> as being a speaking automaton and whatever you are, I'm certain this is this is. Uh, Maybe up your alley. I apologize, and I do not mean to oh, this, judge. This is exactly the, the sort of, of uh, local opinion that we were looking for. To be fair, this is a, you've been nothing but charming. I am would love to have a quick strong drink, personally, and I'm happy to get around for anybody else who needs a quick strong drink. That was a long time on the road, and I don't know what you're smoking, but that is wonderful. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> growing dry myself. How's funny feeling? There's a lot of folks around here growing. Uh, drive what they can find. It's uh, what the the Hardmore is known for. It's as mm -hmm. nasty as it might look to outsiders. It uh, tends to tends to be home to harbor much vibrancy in the various uh, herbs and plants that wouldn't find wouldn't find life and home in other places here in Marquette. So, well, if you if you find yourself with a little extra, I'd love to grab a little sample at some point. If you have a little extra, happily pay for it. Tell you what, if you grab your own pipe, and he kind of pulls out his bag and tucks out a little little handful and just kind of puts to you. Oh, not with me, but definitely. Uh, find yourself on and You need a pipe? Ooh. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 
Give me a minute. <laughs> well, that's some fine wielding you've got there. Don't distract me. <laughs> He's a talent. Uh, yeah, and drinks all around, Pernie. Let He's me know what it. Just to chill. Drinks all around. Got the impression he was interested in wood carving as well. I would love to to head on over to Estonia's. I, I mean, if that's not something you're. Yeah, I'm, I have nothing else to do in town except that, and then help out Ashton. So, no time like the present. Are we swinging by the museum? I do want to see this place now that they've talked about it. Tell them we're here. We'll get a plot. It really helps. Yeah. Just get a look at it, touch base. Let them know we're here. I'm sure they got to call everybody in to start this thing. So we'll just let them know that we're in town. So. Yep. And then we'll take care of your stuff. Perfect. So what's the plan? You're going to. We're going to go to the the weird place. Big drink. What do I offer the drinks, by the way? Twilight mm. Mirror Museum. Uh, the drinks across the table. Ripley, we'll we'll say uh, <laughs> say two silver. I want one. Economies in D and D are so strange. There we go. Indeed. Was that, we go to like the Austin Weird Museum or something. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Museum of Weird. Yeah. Yes. We've got like three of them in town too. Yeah. Of like weird weird ass. Uh, Wait, Imogen, did you need to go anywhere? I, I just no. I just want to. I just really want to see Estonia's. We can go there first. No, 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 no. I mean, you we're in the square. Upset. What's wrong? I'm fine. You look a little blue. I'm just trying to cheer you up. Wow. <laughs> that was impressive. Well, we'll be back uh, later this evening. Thank you very much. Of course. I'm always here. <laughs> and if I'm not here, uh, my granddaughter is, and she can help you. Uh, what's her name, just so we know? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, her name is uh, Parmy. Pardon me? Pardon me? What, you, what was it? Parmi? Parmi, Kinsman. Parmi. 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 All right. Kinsman. Checking off boxes. Either way, Ash? Uh, I assume we're walking towards the most gaudy, ridiculous Venice Beach uh, curiosity shop in the direction that he pointed as humanly possible. You're not entirely wrong. I had a funny feeling. Uh, following the path along here, you go past the uh, multitude of shops that range from uh, probably once beautiful in presentation that eventually have just been maintained enough to function, but you know the uh, the moss and mildew just kind of builds up, and generally all bright colors kind of is pu- are pulled back to a, a universally muted variation um, to some very very simple. Locations, some homesteads and abodes and hovels that are crammed between. Uh, there are some uh, on the outskirts of some of the roads. You can see clusters of neighborhoods of uh, simple thatched roof buildings, and you can see families kind of gathering out and going to uh, gather food and whatever sort of supplies they need for the coming days or weeks. Heading down the uh, northwestern road, which is what you were uh, directed towards, the pathway shows it's a bit tight initially, and you can see other structures and warehouses and, and buildings that you're uncertain as to what their purpose is. Uh, but to the left, you see a, a section where the, the, the consistent buildings stop, and there is a very tall metallic gate, uh, or a, a fence line that comes around to a gate with metal uh, kind of separation pillars that are situated about every five feet between. They come to these very tall, thin pikes, um, and you can see a small courtyard that is wrapped around a almost cylindrical estate. 
um, as opposed to some of the uh, some of the other generally standard square uh, or rectangular buildings, this has a continuation in its curvatures. Uh, at the corners, what would be considered the corners of the structure, the walls themselves are somewhat curved, and a lot at each corner lot there is a. A, a small tower or a, a parapet that rises up above it, where everything has this kind of curved, organic sense to its build. Um, and it was once beautiful, but you can see itself is also starting to give in to the, the greenery uh, as nature slowly claims all elements of stone in this vicinity. Um, the front yard, uh, what, what little yard there is from gate to actual front of building, which is about 15 feet or so, is wildly overgrown with all number of plants, some that look indigenous to this area, some that definitely are not and are either thriving or have long been dead and have not been weeded. And you can just see just this spectrum of textures and colors of all manner of plant life that just create this, this, this visual representation of like the best scary Halloween house at the end of the neighborhood yard. The shit that the Goonies ran from when they were scared of. Um, this house definitely stands out like a sore thumb. Is that the, is that what we're looking for? I mean, yeah. Let's find out. Sure. You walk up into the front gate of it, and you can see there is a an elevated placard that is based in bronze, and on the sides of each, there's a small glowing gem that just kind of pulses with this like faint purplish hue that goes to blue in the back to purple. And in the middle, you see across it, Twilight Mirror Museum, Hydroga Emporium and Estate. And an iron gate sits heavily at the direct front. Jesus, I thought Gianna was gaudy. All right, I'm going to push it open to see what happens. Uh, or knock, at least, I guess. Okay. It, it is a, uh, a kind of a metallic gate that is affixed with, with a series of bars. You can see through it. Um, there is you can try and knock on the metal, and you go look over, and there is kind of a, uh, a hanging metallic bell. Oh. It looks like, and you can kind of lift it up and bang it against the uh, the metal gate itself, and kind of like ding, 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 ding. It's a little awkward, but it makes a unique sound, at least. A moment yeah. passes. <laughs> Just like this. <laughs> A few moments pass, and you, uh, Orem, Fern, Ladna, and Fresh Cut Grass, you all notice that, all, first you notice that all the windows are, curtains are closed on them. And there are windows all throughout this odd kind of rising estate. This is one of the few buildings, it's not just two stories, but it's three stories. Mm -hmm. uh, and it kind of, it looks like it's trying to be a small castle. It has very, like, like putt golf vibes to yeah. it in some ways, but 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 is a, a, a respectable size of an estate, especially compared to other buildings. Uh, but all the windows are shuttered, curtains, and you see one curtain in the upper left-hand side kind of open, and a figure looks out, and then it shuts closed. Yeah, I think someone's home. Give another like sixty seconds. I deal with a lot of eccentrics. Sometimes it takes them a minute. I'm going to ring a couple more times. I'm gonna make it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> About sixty seconds later, the front door opens, uh, and you see emerging from the interior uh, two guards that look like they're in the process of putting their armor on. <laughs> kind of emerge as they kind of push past, and you see as a male elf emerges. His uh, body 
tall and spider-like in its thin wayfishness, um, wearing what looks to be this bright, uh, like flamboyant red and gold coloration to it. The mantle itself kind of extending in this this wide, uh, almost raised neck mantle that comes to almost Doctor Strange-type points, but almost beyond the shoulders themselves. Um, it gives him this very like like tapered V, like a like a martini glass of a figure. <laughs> looking at it. Um, it is beautifully kept, um, and this this elf, as you get closer, probably more half elf, as you get a, a glance at the, at the features, as they, they feel like they're taking to age not quite as gracefully as many elves do. You can see the the gray heavily set in within the long, intricately manufactured or manicured sideburns that go just to the bottom of the, the chin. You can see this. Uh, uh, carefully, very thinly kept mustache that comes out in a, a John Waters-esque kind of pencil stash that then curls into uh, like a like a thin Hogan, if you will. <laughs> um, the brows themselves are thick and pulled up into points on each side to almost match the points of the the neck piece, <laughs> and you see all manner of jewelry and gems and rings encrusted around the fingers and necklaces and upon necklaces upon necklaces. As he steps down the stairs, like. Kind of looking over you all with this smile, crooked on the side, and then the cloak goes out, and you can see beneath the robe itself this uh, extremely bright silver robe that almost seems to glitter in the, what light is coming through in the somewhat cloudy day. He stands out like the sorest of thumbs against the vicinity of this entire town. But as you approach, uh, as you stand there watching, and he approaches his arms out. Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to the Twilight Museum. So, are you uh, on to a half-day pass, or are you looking for the full <laughs> presentation? <laughs> well, actually, funny enough, we were sent here by your dear friend, Gianna Hexum. <laughs> <laughs> You're who she sent. Well, she's an eccentric, and she likes her representatives to be the same. Curious. Well, unfortunately, that means you're not here for the um, tour. Not yet. Perhaps later? Maybe after this, though, if you do your job properly and succeed, maybe you'll have carved your own tour of the premises. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, might, we might want to take the tour regardless, especially before everything starts. We've had a very long journey. Oh, we're no. hoping to. You're not to see the interior. Really? If you're going to. Shoot, shoot, and like shoes the guards off, and they kind of like, they just finished getting their armor on, like. Oh, yeah, and they right. go back yeah. inside. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> if you are to um, be part of this uh, incursion, this uh, competition, if you will, then you have to go in blind. Have they gotten the tour? Who? The others. They haven't arrived yet. How do you know? Because they would have made themselves known. What if they, have you had any tour groups? Always, constantly, but is he lying? Inside check. Yes. Inside yeah. check. <laughs> Four. Fifteen. Come on. 
Oh, I get a whisper out of it. Oh, oh yes. shit. Whisper. I wonder if we've met the other group. <laughs> oh, wait, Sam's getting a Tarot whisper. Cards. Uh, oh, D&D D- D- Beyond, they were guys. Um, you got the D&D Beyond whisper. You got perfect warlock. Uh, or shoes. The buzz of Matt's beautiful voice in my ears—it's just so comforting. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I wish we would have lied. I really feel bad about that now. You're a bad liar. I'm, to be fair, really bad liar. It's true. You do it a lot. To be honest. I I enjoy it. I'm just not very good at it. <laughs> Regardless, um, it is good to know that you've checked in. Well, uh, I do believe they are supposed to be arriving uh, not too not too far behind the rest of you if the <laughs> missives have been consistent. So uh, once they've checked in, where are you staying? We're, uh, we're over at the Sodden Grange. Very well, I'll go ahead and send notification when all has been situated, and then we will uh, progress this little um, interesting Event the midnight of the day thereafter. Oh, it sounds perfect. We have a little bit of work to do in town. We want to do some shopping and otherwise see the sights. Very well. What item are we allowed to know? What will be? Uh... It'll be discussed before things are to begin. The preparation is meant to be maintained in mystery. <laughs> so we will we'll get on our way, I suppose, at this point. Uh, just let us know, and on a personal note, uh, note uh, Mr. Hytroga, I believe, is that it? Mr. Hytroga. Mr. Hytroga. Hytroga. Do you prefer Yvonne? Mr. Yvonne Hytroga. <laughs> Mr. Yvonne Hytroga. It's been fabulous meeting you, and I love all that. That's Thank a lot you. of fun. You have quite a delightful ensemble there. What is your name? Ashton. Ashton? Ashton Graymore. Ashton Graymore. Very well. I do wish you luck. Exciting. Do you have any tips? Yes. Walk carefully. Be careful. Be safe. And if something scares you, run. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, oh, this is going to be fun! Oh, I'm so excited. I'm excited. Mm. All right, well, I think we just want to rest up. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go see if we can find a station. Mm-hmm. Mm. My apologies, before you leave here, and I, I don't mean to presume, but I, when I had heard of a recent uh, Unfortunate break-in with uh, a mutual friend. Uh, I was told that one of these burglars had uh, fallen and taken quite the hit on the head. But I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to presume. Oh no, I'm just always curious where that sort of rumor starts. It's always fascinating. Indeed. I may inquire where you heard that at some point after we have impressed you. Good. I like being impressed. Well, now, shoo, you're not paying customers. Uh, I'll let you know when uh, the rest of this arrangement has arrived, and we'll take it from there. Well, looking forward to stealing from you. How are you, how is it you are speaking? (laughs) 
You know, I don't actually honestly know. Fascinating. Yeah. How much for your automaton? No, what is No, we've established it's my worth, ago. right? No, Wasn't it like 20,000 or something? What's the usual price? Oh. Well, I, I would want to ask what the asking price is from So far, it's 20, was it 20? Well, no, He's the not other for one sale. Was 20, He's priceless. 2,000 platinum. And we'll see how well you do in this game to come. Maybe I'll be inspired. How much do you cost? Oh, you could not afford me, honey. Mm. All right. Anyway, <laughs> good luck. Rest Thank, well. you. Thank you. Inside. <laughs> Damn, that was the best presentation. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get out of there. Thoughts. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we are looking for the Moss Light Manor, correct? For yeah, Astani? yes, and Blue Herald Hill. All righty. Doesn't take too long to gather some directions from locals and uh, guide you to the Blue Herald's Hill. It's kind of nestled on the eastern edge of the hamlet, so you have to backtrack a bit and then head to the east side of the city, which from your guys' perspective would be this way. Um, but you come to the Herald's Hill, which is a wider neighborhood of smaller networked roads and densely packed homes that surround a, a squat hill that harbors a number of modest temples. There's uh, an open garden of uh, odd plant life also gathered from regions beyond the, the Odiran Wilds and even just beyond the Harpmoor that are all kept well here in contrast to the grounds surrounding uh, the Twilight Mirror Museum. Um, but you do see an outdoor amphitheater some rare flowers. Stop it. tight. <laughs> I love that. God damn. So good. So much. <laughs> so mean. Damn it. We're going to get to a live show one day. Somebody's going to sneeze, and the whole place is going to go, Stop, Stop it. it. <laughs> I hope funny. so. Um, I love you guys, the opportunity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is anyone proficient in nature? No. Are you? No way. <laughs> I have negative. All right. Then you continue your journey past uh, the amphitheater. Uh, Nobody knows nature. Pretty, these flowers. You do see a lot of blue flowers everywhere. So blue. Oh, were they like the blue flower that we uh, took from the. My belt. Yeah. No, quite different. Uh, the softer, more of a sky blue coloration to them. Um, but they, they, they grow. Quite abundance here in this this region of the city. In fact, in the in kind of the garden area here near the amphitheater, there's like many clusters of them, and it it gives this very kind of beautiful, uh, almost some you know this area doesn't belong within this town yet here it remains. And you can see why this is kind of an area where a lot of folks tend to turn into more of a residential space. Um, but eventually, you do come upon indeed the manor that was described to you. Uh, the house itself is a little ramshackle, but still cozy. Um, you can see it needs some work. A lot of the wood is starting to bow and split in places. The uh, the roof structure itself, one of the roof corners appears to be slightly listing to one side a bit, or at least is starting to, to, to bow over. And you get the sense of like whoever lives here doesn't have much of an interest in maintaining the architecture, at the very least from an external standpoint. Um, you can see the windows that are here are clouded with fungus. Like the, the it has this kind of this very uh, Kind of just just clouded gray whiteness to it, and at that very or 
edges of it where the, the glass itself is separate, you can see that same coloration turns into like a brown gray mold that continues around the windowsill that surrounds it. Um, this is an older building. This has been here for a long time. Um, but there are two newer doors that appear to have aged better than the rest, or at least have been a more recent entry, um, that have like a, a reddish uh, a reddish coloration to them, a stain. Uh, but you can see the moisture has caused the stain to run a bit, so the whole door has those like streaks across it, and or the color seems to shift and change, giving this almost this like subtle striped visual to it. Um, and there is a just a metal knocker on the door. Imogen, darling. King, king, king. Uh, Aurum's got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, um, Do you need any help in there? You're mm. right. Yeah, I. I just. This 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 person might have you know, the, the pages, possibly that they talk about my mother. I don't know. I just felt so overwhelmed as soon as we got into town. I'm so sorry. No, no, don't apologize to you. Might be very emotional. This is also. Miss Twins, and yeah, you know, you've always been quite the empath, so I just want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Thank you. All right. I'm just gonna hold her hand for a second and cast Enhance Ability and give her Eagle Splendor. What? Advantage on Charisma, charisma checks. She has blue feathers now. <laughs> Doesn't take too long for the sound of multiple locks <laughs> undo on the door. And it opens up, and you can see there the locking mechanisms on here, and the, the doors are, are new. Uh, and the mechanisms are new, like they've been installed recently. Um, behind the door, peering through carefully, you see an older man, uh, probably in venerable years, older even than uh, the gentleman you were uh, renting your inn from. Uh, you can see balding with long wisps of fine silver hair kind of drift beyond the, the edges of the scalp. Um, you can see the skin itself is a blue-gray tint and the skin weathered with age and travel. They appear immediately uh, to be Unia of orc and elvish heritage. Um, the long, pointed ears, uh, the uh, very defined orcish nose, uh, thinner and more fine bone structure. Uh, it's a very graceful age that the Unia find at this point, this kind of beautiful combination of the two, orc and uh, elf physicality. Um, you see a warm smile creep across their face as their one kind of clouded cataract eye uh, sits next to the uh, striking uh, deep emerald green of the other. You see them kind of pulled together in this this warm, if somewhat uh, dirty robe that they keep kind of clutched around their neck. Might I, uh, might I help you? Uh, hello. Um. We've come a very long way. Uh, we're just in from Dressar today, in fact, and um, we've come looking for Estani. You wouldn't by any chance be him, would you? I am. Um, I am indeed uh, Estani. Yes. Excellent. Um, 
We're here at the behest of Oshad Brescio. His face drops grim, and you can see in but a, a moment that a lot of memory and emotion kind of strikes behind those eyes before they close, and there's a nod, and then the smile returns. Then you are, uh, you are indeed friends. Whatever journey you took to get here, I imagine was not easy, so um, come in. I will make some tea, and uh, let's get to know each other. That would be amazing. <clears throat> Turns and opens the door, and you can now see the kind of the warm, cluttered, not quite hoarder interior, but definitely an individual who uh, collects a lot of things and doesn't quite know where to put them or how to put them back. Um, an organized chaos through this room. And to play off of what you heard from Dobby earlier, um, or not Dobby, sorry, the, the guard you spoke to, this is probably one of the places where many of the town's books are kept, as you see piles <laughs> and piles and piles of them. Come, come, it's warmer and drier within. <laughs> I'll file in. Mm-hmm. You all step into the warm interior to have this conversation with Astani. Thoughts and questions gathered. We'll go ahead and stop there tonight. Oh. And we'll pick up there next time. But, but Laura wanted to talk to. No. Uh, let's have some time to write down our questions and figure out. Give you some time to think on it too between episodes to like really because this 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 could be a sizable conversation could be a short conversation and we're also presumably going into a, a battle. Uh, no, yes, you're gonna fight. You're gonna fight the old guy. Um, yes. If there's anything we've done, we know that you guys like battling old people. Uh, <laughs> but to to go into a possible uh, burglary, uh, give a little bit of time to think and prep on that. Mm-hmm. We'll pick up from this. Entry in conversation next time. Woo! So, uh, this yeah. Is fun. Let's do it again. Exciting. Indeed. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. We love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? Good night. Oh, hey. Ashley Johnson here, and I sure do hope you're enjoying the adventure. Remember when you first found out about Critical Role? Was it through a friend or a family member or? maybe even through the words of a stranger in the review section of our podcast. Many listeners find our show through word of mouth and recommendations. So please consider rating and reviewing our podcast, because each review makes an impression that may just inspire someone new to give our show a try, and that, more than anything, helps to support us. Thank you for joining us on this adventure, and until next time, let us try to leave the world a little better than we found it. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.